for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. Yeah, in a coup they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers.
Sorry, folks, I forgot to uh, send emails and uh, alerts on uh, other social media. So, yeah, bear with me. Uh, it's uh, systems collapse. So expect things to be a little, little bit uh, flaky. Let me just bring the chat up so I can see it. And today um, I'm going to be talking with, of course, Commander Brisson, the, the Lamb of God himself commander brisson but before i call him up let uh, let me just do this hope this behaves and uh, i thought this apropos for today let it burn <laughs> let it all burn i want those banks down <laughs> yes jigs the banks need to fail they they do right <laughs> You know, what is that? I was saying the other day, credit unions, all, all banks should be is like local credit unions. That's it. Anything else is just, it's usury. Usury. And we know what Allah thinks of usury. All, all right. So uh, whilst uh, I'm doing this quickly, if you wandered in here wondering who I am, that's me, Dr. McCann, real scientist doing real science things, uh, including being part of a, what I want to say, uh, effective guerrilla movement. In the background, making those, uh, how should we say, pillars of the of the architecture that's there to uh, oppress you. It's got their boot on your neck. Uh, we're trying our hardest and damnedest to push back against it. Please, 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 in this uh, higher dimensional gigawank of a... War, information war, please go to McCannDojo.com. Link should be down below because... Uh, <laughs> Having uh, burned my science career on the fire of uh, the revolution, as it were, <laughs> I need I need to rattle the tin cup. And uh, with that, a lot of it goes, of course, to finding our way through the uh, well, the corporate corporate nightmare. And so we're building out our own digital domain, I guess, uh, a an oasis. Uh, in the uh, desert and so let me uh, let me do this and let's get Commander Brisson on the blower ah Commander Brisson how are you sir Doing well, Commander McCarran. How are you doing this evening? Uh, good. Yeah, you just keep that mic a few inches away from the face. Bit, bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. That better. Oh, too far. <laughs> you got it. You've got it. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, not a ambiance mic. It's a directional mic. So I got pretty much. It's the same mic you have. Same exact mic. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Some people can get them sounding exquisite, and uh, I don't know. I, I just run out of patience for the goddamn thing <laughs> just plug well, well you sound you always sound good so i mean i i never have a problem uh hearing you as far as sound is concerned but sometimes uh you do get marbles in your mouth and mush mouth like i do now nah, well, on for too much so. well, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is right you could pick people are you not entertained folks are you not entertained uh all right so let me i guess we should get straight down to business because uh, <laughs> businesses are collapsing. Um, I noticed yesterday uh, a tweet that you did 
uh, about the Silicon Bank and, of course, our favourite pillar of the technocracy, Peter Thiel, uh, has, uh, how should we say, uh, fingerprints? Is that a good way of putting it? Yeah, yes, it does seem like that is the case. Um, from uh, so uh, there was a a bank. Uh, I've seen different reports of it, how large it was in the United States. I've seen anywhere between thirteenth to tenth to even fifth. I think it's probably around somewhere in the ten to thirteen range, largest bank in the United States of America, uh, Silicon uh, Valley Bank. Now, I've never actually heard about it, uh, even though I've researched Teal for years, really until this happened and then as soon as i heard silicon valley bank i immediately thought peter Thiel. i mean how could i not you know i mean usually he has his hands and almost anything I, I turn around and look and um i mean this is silicon valley right and you know and Thiel was a major part of silicon valley for many years uh still technically is and so he had told people through founders fund uh, which is kind of like his venture capital uh, uh, arm, his venture capital firm, uh, for many years for startup companies to uh, park their money in Silicon Valley Bank. Okay, and He himself parked his money, supposedly some of it, not all of it, uh, in Silicon Valley Bank as well, or at least Founders Fund's money uh, in Silicon uh, Valley Bank. Uh, and so apparently, <clears throat> and, and this is this is a ongoing story. We're finding more information day by day. Eventually, it probably will reach a limit of how much information we truly have on it, like in most cases. Uh, but supposedly, uh, I'd say Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Well, you know, you know um, uh, there has been two other banks that have mm-hmm. um, come onto the radar as well. Um, what, do, what do you make of that? Have we got, have we got a teal signature there? So you're talking about First Republic, which was also in the um, uh, it was, California area. First it, Republic, I believe, was one of them. Signature Bank and Silver... Uh, what was um, Silvergate. Okay. Because there were people outside of First Republic Bank that were trying to take their money out, too, as well, um, which was in California and both associated with startups and tech companies, too, as well. well, well uh, so one, maybe there's a third these, one, the, I guess. Uh, the signature bank is New York, I want to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so this could be the dominoes. This could be the fi- financial system uh, imploding. Uh, I guess it's a possibility for that to to, uh, to be the case. That so this would be oh, a time. Please, please, Allah, make it so. Demoli- demolition, demolition of 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 the of the uh, of the of the, uh, the United States bank system. Uh, I guess we'll. I guess we're gonna find out. Um, as uh, Kevin, uh, you're uh, asking for a jihad, uh, holy war against uh, America, which me as a Christian, I have to say. God the Father and Allah are completely different gods, but that's a whole <laughs> There's only one God that's God, and Allah is not God. So, well, but anyway, depends, depends if you're uh, you from the Middle East or not. <laughs> but it's, it's the same. So Christian Christians in the Middle East call God Allah. So there's uh, there's that, and uh, whether you want to buy into the Muslim um, 
instantiation of it. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. That just appeals to the great raccoon in the sky. Strike him <laughs> down. <laughs> Let him burn. But it's definitely going to happen. I mean, uh, you know, uh, the heartlet, whether people believe the heartlet is the United States of America foretold in the book Revelation or Jerusalem, which I think is Jerusalem or Rome, um, you know, God's judgment will come against the heartlet as a beast devours it. And so one of those things that will be gone is the Zionist baking system of the world, since I believe the heartlet is Jerusalem, the city of London, the financial center, whatever you want to call it. And in doing so, the old world order currency of fiat will be replaced by a probably by a central banking uh, coin uh, backed by uh, metals, yeah, so, um, which so we're this, seeing in this, the BRICS nations right now. This is uh, something I wanted to sort of bring up. Uh, is this controlled demolition to bring in the CBDCs? Um, that is my belief. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, it's definitely on the cards. Sure. And, you know, what, at what stage are we at? And did, I don't know, like I say, whether the, I can't tell whether the last three years was a stunning success for them or it didn't go quite as they were anticipating. And they've, they have to go all in now because they've started the process. And so here we are, the bank run has started. Yeah, I would, I would believe that that is the, the case is that it, it went, I would say it went exactly how they wanted it to for the most part. Uh, and this was just another part of um, that uh, part of the plan, I guess, um, is for it does appear that Biden is going to go down to looking like one of the worst presidents the United States has ever had, very much akin to kind of like the. Um, the useless, at least the projected uselessness of Jimmy Carter. Okay. Uh, even though Carter was a founding member of the Trilateral Commission, lest we forget. Um, I don't remember Jimmy Carter triggering World War III. <laughs> <laughs> he was quite a pacifist from uh, what I remember. So, But this is the continued... Um, what was this? Why did people hate him? Iran, right? Carter, yeah, Iran... Yeah, Iran, which later we know more is the Iran-Contra affair with CMP Ronald Reagan. Uh, that and inflation was very high. Higher than now. The economy was not doing very well during the Carter administration. Worse than now? Probably not, but, I mean, is as as bad as the late 1920s, early 30s? Are they just trying to make it appear as such by making the money printer go burr and the tightening of the uh, Fed uh, interest rates to try to make it appear that we're not in a Great Depression or worse than anything previously beforehand? I don't know. I would assume that's the case. So, you know, there's, there's obviously the issue around what is national debt, how much that means in the United States as you're the sort of world reserve currency and can continue to print regardless um i mean there has to there has to be some major correction come into the system at some point they can't they can't just have money machine go burr <laughs> forever surely well i mean i mean theoretically they could if they wanted to 
Uh, now, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think this is a, and we'll get, we'll talk about more about that later, but I think this is a planned destruction of the financial system. Uh, it's going to be targeted detonation explosions, very much akin to uh, 9-11. If, you, if, if your method of how the towers fell were thermite uh, instead of directive, directive energy weapons. Um, but, you know, I, I do think that that is what's going on. It's kind of like Tyler Durden uh, and uh, um, Fight Club uh, with the, you know, the blowing up of the corporate buildings. Uh, Tyler Durden was an ENTP. Uh, Personality-wise, so is um, Peter Thiel. <laughs> Uh, what? Personality-wise, Myers-Briggs personality type, ENTP. ENTP, um, explain that mm -hmm. to me. I haven't heard that uh, Extroversion, intuition, thinking, and perceiving. So I'm an INTP. I'm the introverted uh, version. Elon Musk, for example. Jordan Peterson, for example. That'd be my type. Uh, I believe you're an INTJ for talking with you uh, frequently <laughs> enough. Uh, so highly logical. <laughs> uh, Should I be insulted? <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, INTJs are highly intelligent, but you want the trains to run on time as well. Uh, so there's that aspect Fucking of it. Right, which, I don't care if, which, I don't care if, which I don't care if the trains run. I don't, it doesn't Bring really Bring back me. Mussolini. <laughs> I want to resurrect. I want to resurrect all these... Uh, these... Uh, the, the evil men of history, because they ain't got nothing on what we're seeing today. And... <laughs> Actually, I'd say some of them today, even though um, Peter Thiel uh, is uh, flamboyant, is flaming, um, he is still very much still quite an evil, highly intelligent, uh, uh, evil villain. Yeah, I, I mean, would I, say I don't, I don't have any any doubt about that. Just just because of the industries he's in, and well, look. Once, once you're IVing blood products for rejuvenation, and uh, there's something wrong with you. Sorry, man. I, I, th there's just some things that, well, I don't know. So it's, I better, better rephrase that. If you could get stem cell, ethical stem cells, right? So there's, mm -hmm. th there are these ones that they can pull from uh, tooth pulp. Um, when the child loses the tooth, or 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 cord blood, or cord blood, yeah, um, something something like that. Um, I'm generally okay with that. I am too. Um, the 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 issue is when we, well, <laughs> I don't know. You just uh, I just have images of you know Kissinger snapping open baby oh. spines and. <sighs> Sucking out the. <laughs> I mean, Teal supposedly had his 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 young, supposedly legal blood boys, right? Donating their uh, uh, flesh, bl uh, fresh blood, uh, so Teal can uh, have his transfusions, mm. supposedly, right? Mm. So, you know, they definitely are very much afraid of death. Uh, yes. The elite are. They do have a very strong fear of death. Yeah, I, do, I do too, bro. I don't want to die. <laughs> well, I mean, we all have the human being uh, reaction to fear to death. Uh, but they, I believe it's because they know that they will 
uh, you know, they, they will eventually, you know, when God's judgment comes, you know, they will be cast into the outer darkness. So I think that's why they're pretty much uh, very much afraid of death, that they're always trying to cheat death. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of the longevity uh, research, which Peter Till is very much a part of, um, is is trying to cheat death. Now, some people would give a counter to that and say it's for them to remain in power uh, forever, uh, which they, they they kind of train their bloodlines uh, and you know the, the the families within their bloodlines, no matter usually how incestuous incestuous it is. Uh, to still uh, push their targeted goals. Um, and so, you know, I mean, w- with Silicon Valley Bank, you know, Teal was w- supposedly Founders Fund w- was warning uh, their clients, uh, uh, businesses that they had also um, invested in uh, to pull their money out of Silicon Valley Bank on Thursday, uh, right before the bank run uh, happened on Friday. Now, was that to trigger the bank run? Uh, We don't know. Uh, Supposedly, Teal had gotten um, his money out uh, way before uh, he had alerted everyone else to get their money out of the bank. And we also, too, have learned that the CEO, I don't remember the guy's name offhand, and I think the CFO, too, as well, well, at least I know the CEO, they sold their, 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 their stock in Silicon Valley Bank a few weeks before this had occurred. Uh, so it's you can't tell me that's not insider trading. You can't tell me like they didn't know. Okay, that's silly. The whole thing's silly. Uh, and we know that Palantir, a few years ago, uh, during the pandemic, uh, bought gold for a quote-unquote black swan event. Billions of dollars, tens of billions of dollars gold. Okay. So Teal's you know, planning something. You know, there's also articles that seal that Teal uh, sold out right before the 2021 crypto crash. Uh, that all the money that he had uh, in crypto that was in- invested, by, you know, through Founders Fund, uh, that he had sold right before the crash had occurred uh, at, at almost an opportune time. And there's articles that you can look up, you know, news agencies reporting that uh, that that was the case uh, too as well. So, you know, some people are like, well, did Teal really make money out of Silicon Valley Bank folding? And we really don't know if that's the case. But what I could take what I can say, though, is it is likely that this, you know, Teal did have knowledge. And I'll talk more about this of why I think there there could be some other ways that he could have profited off of this. Okay, one of it is because uh, 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 USDC Circle, um, who Teal had initially invested in, but I kind of pulled his money out many years ago, supposedly, allegedly. Crypto coin, right? Yes, I am. Uh, They had at least 10% of their finances tied up into Silicon Valley, uh, Silicon Valley Bank. Um, And uh, so uh, USDC uh, depegged from a dollar, went down to the lowest, I think, around 91 cents, back up to about 95 or 96 cents now. Um, which also caused Binance's stablecoin to depeg, uh, as well as Dai to depeg, which I think Dai is based off of USDC, if I remember correctly. Um, and so, uh, when I, that happened, I, I don't know Ter- anything about crypto coins, but if you want to send me some, there's links down below. <laughs> I, I'm nerding out right now. Uh, <laughs> and so, Tether survived, which makes sense. Everybody thinks Tether was going to go down. 
I don't believe it is yet because Teal is very heavily invested in Tether. Just like uh, Teal is very heavily invested in Coinbase, which looks like it's going to be the only main crypto exchange to survive all of this, especially if Binance goes under. And it's kind of like America versus the Chinese, Teal versus uh, CZ. Now, I will say this as an American, eh, Binance goes under, goes under. Uh, you know, but. Um, it is what it is. I'm going to root for America over China. Sorry, I just am. Uh, yeah, me you know. too, bro. Uh, so, you know, and so though Teal is wicked, and I know I usually don't like to tr to, to choose... Despite the all the pedo networks and the, yeah, <laughs> the corruption, I want America to pull through, man. I really do. I just hope that they can, I don't know, fact, just like a dog sort of shake off the corruption. The fleas? Yeah. The water? Yeah. Uh, but but you know so um but anyway i you know it, it does appear and, and ne nevin freeman which you can press the button for uh uh the jews always come through because that's that's important. the jew there we go i did it okay uh who runs reserve rights which is peter Thiel's um stable coin okay well they proved that they were able to survive even though usdc Depegged, and they have some of the reserve rights tied into the different stable coins, whether it's Tether, whether it's USDC. And uh, yeah, USDC going down or even going down completely did not hurt reserve rights. So was it a test run for reserve rights, which I believe is likely going to be the USDC uh, or at least one of the uh, main global stable coins used by many governments around the world? Uh, I do. I think it's the winning one. Teal has backed it for many years. Um, now, now the thing is, as well, it's being used in third world and second world countries right now, and it's being used in in in, in um, Venezuela. And they're actually that is true. They're actually using reserve rights in Venezuela uh, to convert the Venezuelan currency uh, to reserve rights as a hedge of inflation, so they can survive and cash out in dollars. That's happening right now. It's also being heavily used in Mexico too. Okay, so RSR, which still you know very much invested in, Devin Freeman was doing victory laps about. Okay, well, they went down, but we didn't go down. Okay, it's possibly how Teal is setting up things to make a pretty profit. All right, with Silicon Valley Bank going under, that's one thing that many people aren't talking about. The only reason why I know about it is because I've been paying attention to crypto, and I've been paying attention to what crypto Peter Teal founded invested in and seems to be having influencing for years. It's the same with XRP, which I believe is going to be used to uh, for between banks uh, to transfer uh, different uh, maybe uh, currencies, digital currencies, uh, you know, between the different countries. Come on, XRP, be we believe in you. Come on. XR X XRP will be the new SWIFT system, but it'll be the digital SWIFT system. Uh, and Teal very much heavily backed, you know, invested in that uh, since the early 2010s. And XLM, which will be used, uh, Jed Michaela's project, spinoff from XRP, will be used for third world countries for the remittances payments. And we also see them both all being pushed by the QAnon operation, pushed very heavily XRP and XLM. Um, and so, you know, though th these are the world order currencies, and this is not financial advice, I'm not a financial planner, okay? But Yeah, don't listen to me, I'm shit with money. <laughs> I would, I would, I would pay attention to, but you know, this is something that I think you know people should keep uh, a, a watch on of of what Teal started and what uh, Teal um, uh, has invested in. Uh, and now I'm not going to say that all of them are going to survive. They're not. Uh, even the ones Teal back, Teal will let something go. Circle USDC, just to see which one will win in the end in the race. 
Okay. And so, you know, Teal thrives on chaos. He's an ENTP. He's like the Joker from Batman. Okay. That's his, yeah, that's, you know, that's his, his, his archetype, archetype I can get behind at the moment. Um, I just, so I want these systems to break at the moment. They're, they're so rotten, dude. I, I, across any institution, show me an institution that isn't rotten. Right. And I, like the, like the commander, you know this better than me, but like the Sodom and Gomorrah, where he's like, Find mm -hmm. me, I don't know. Is it like he was it one one two, good man, right? Something, ten, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. He keeps. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, the thing is, is I don't know if they could be completely destroyed. Even though the the Bible says they were, so it, it's going to happen. But you know, I wish in the meantime that you could gut as much rot as you possibly could to possibly save it. You know, but that doesn't look like that's what's going to happen. Uh, you know, and so. Um, that that's that's the biggest thing that i've seen um is if, through what's going on is teal is definitely making money teal's making money um and you know i don't know if there's gonna be a bake run tomorrow that's been talked about for many, I, I, many years i bet you the queues at the fucking atms and the bank checkers are fucking miles long tomorrow bro well, we'll see, because it's been talked about for years, right? In the conspiracy media and the conspiracy entertainment, we've you know, conspiratainment world, alternative media, whatever you want to call it, they've been pushing for years for bank runs, bank runs, real, real information is what I want to call it. And so, eventually, it's going to have to happen, right? And I, so, I with the dot. So. With the dominoes falling like they are, you know, I would say in the meantime, if you have a little bit of extra money, just make sure you have some food. Okay, make sure you have some water. Some good currencies that you know last forever is you know honey. As long as it doesn't get wet, will pretty much last for a very long time. Okay, and is very edible and very nutritious. For example, so that's that's one little good tidbit here. Have some gold and silver, even though when thing if thing if society really crashes, people really aren't going to really care about gold and silver at that point. They're going to care about food mm. uh, and bullets and guns. Uh, and so, you know, there you go. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, and, and there, I do believe there's still some money that could be had in crypto if it doesn't, if it's not going to completely implode now. They might pull the rug on it for all I know. Um, but I would definitely focus on those things first before I would invest any money in cryptocurrency. I definitely would, you know, be very skeptical about putting any money in the stock market, uh, you know. But I do believe that crypto, the certain cryptos I mentioned earlier, they will likely be worth something. But I'm saying if you have $100 and it's the difference between you buying some food for your family and some water just in case and putting $100 in XRP, you probably should take care of your family first. Yeah, that, okay. that, that would be my advice right now. And look, <laughs> I don't give a shit about banks because I don't have any money in them, right? But uh, the, I, I am very conscious of um, a lot of people are hooked into that system. And... Look, man, that tips people into despair when, look, of course there are the, I don't know, great whites like Teal swimming in the, in the pond, but there are many who are just minnows, basically, that just want, that have the bank there because you need it to operate in mm -hmm. society to some function right you have to re you have to receive a paycheck you you most people aren't working cash in hand um and I, I i don't know there's there's a part of me that sort of dreads 
the implosion part because of the well just that just the strain on families right because well this is because we've leveraged usury to such a obscene ex extent that you, cut, you you know to get a mortgage nowadays in western countries is well you can't get housing you can't get mortgages well they need that to keep the the the, the fiat, fiat system up right mm. very much so and this is why this is why i like japan so much dude um they they they've nailed so many things right which is that they treat houses like cars so yeah of course you can go and spend a hundred thousand on a new car if you want but it still depreciates yeah and the only thing that has the value is the land that the house sits on and that tends to be pretty stable i guess outside of tokyo metropolitan areas the city areas it, it it's barely changed since i've been here and look I, I i would there's no way i would have these four walls and a roof were i in any other country and that's because this house was by all standards at the end of its life it was a difficult house to knock down so that's often what happens in Japan. You, people will buy the land, they knock down the house that's on it, and then they'll spring up a, a new one. That's where the new mortgages go. But if you're, if you're on the poverty level like I am, there's still a chance for you to get, um, to get out of that debt trap of the mortgage. And you know, pe people should understand what the literal translation of mortgage is, which is death grip. Right, you you are in mm -hmm. a death grip for thirty, forty years. Now look, <laughs> my my roof leaks, fucking everything's you know the the there are bits of floor caving in, what what not, and um, it's a constant battle to keep things um, functioning. Right, it's yeah, you know, a couple of times a year I've got to have my hands right up in the toilet <laughs> to try and clear um, blockages out and shit like that, but. Um, I'll take that over right now being the <sighs> subject is the wrong word. Surfs be a surf to this rentier system that they're trying to to bring in. It's actually that actually that's a, that's a good um, segue. Did you look, did you see the stream I did with Spartacus this week? No, I did not. No. Mm. So he you know he makes a very eloquent case for you know what what the managerial class are aiming for or all these uh, the wef archetype just picture that in your mind is that they because of automation that they want to they have to have you engaged in the system somehow right to survive and so you're not looking at behind the the curtain, as it were, to see who's pulling the strings. And so the way yeah. they the way they do that is to get people into a situation where you have to rent everything. Right? You can't own 
you know, even like the most basic of things, it would be like cars, appliances, etc., property, which would be the big one. And, you know, only a select class are going to be in that position to be able to say, no, I'm buying this property outright. And I think um, perhaps a silver lining to this cloud is that many who uh, embraced... Let, let's say Randian self-interest who thought they were above the system are going to get a nasty jolt right now so that they may may get behind I don't know I, I, where this goes I don't want to say communist revolution or anything because I think that's just heading in the same direction but um, yeah he ma he made a very eloquent case for that and what your thoughts let's are. do it let's, let's do a thought experiment real quick if you don't mind oh. all right two two intuitive thinkers right here let's let's think about something for a moment maybe you could dial in uh, on this so let's say that the great reset financial system oh, fuck, okay that's my is... that's my door okay just keep talking dude okay Hold okay it. so um i'll repeat i'll say this my thought experiment when Kevin gets back. Okay, so um, let's go back to Teal for a moment and Founders Fund. So I've been doing a lot of research into the various companies of which Founders Fund uh, had dumped uh, money into. And of course, it's almost impossible to know uh, every uh, company that Peter Teal uh, has invested in as far as uh, you know venture capital. Is, is concerned. And we have to remember, too, uh, that the manager of Peter Thiel's uh, money, Peter Thiel Capital, is Eric Weinstein, whose brother is Brett Weinstein. Uh, Eric Weinstein um, is part of the intellectual dark web, which I call the intellectual dork web. Uh, but uh, he is uh, Peter Thiel's uh, manager uh, as far as money is concerned. So just to go through a th uh, some, you know, businesses of what Peter Thiel uh, has invested into, uh, and some of them you may recognize, one is uh, Airbnb, uh, another is Anduril, which is founded by Palmer Lucky Anduril, uh, does artificial intelligence, drones, military software, and surveillance technology. They currently uh, have a United States government contract with ICE. Uh, and they are building a virtual border wall uh, with drones, which I believe is to keep the United States citizens in uh, instead of keeping illegal immigrants out of the country. Uh, so uh, that's qu quite interesting there. Uh, a company called Biofire, uh, which um, uh, specializes in biometric smart guns. Uh, we have Compass Pathways, uh, which deals a lot with psychedelic research and advocation. Uh, oh, you're back, Kevin. I'm, I'm back. Um, uh, so I was just going through some of the the companies that Teal had invested in uh, through Founders Fund. Well, I was uh, going to say, apparently 500 Israeli startups bit the dust because of Silicon Valley Bank. No, I mean, that's not that's necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> uh, so... Um, uh, let's at least uh, say that at least uh, that's a win uh, okay so for the thought experiment alright so you would, I would say that the fiat current you know the fiat um, system 
uh, which kind of morphed into is going to morph into kind of like the Great Reset. Everything's on credit, usury. You own nothing and you'll like it type mentality uh, with, you know, the ultimate fruition of that being, um, uh, you know, different stable coins throughout the world or one united stable coin. Okay, is that would be kind of like a 1984 George Orwellian um, financial system. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yes. Okay. So we know that the old world order represents 1984. It represents the Orwellian system of total control and dominance, uh, which I believe is a Zionist uh, world order. Um, oh, and so, but the B system. I'm pretty sure George Orwell was a Zionist, to tell the truth. Yeah, uh, and then you have... Um, same you've same with Bray Aldous Huxley. Yeah, true, yes, but it's a different flavor with Huxley. Okay, which I'm going to assume you've read Brave New World, too, of as course, well. Yeah. Okay, so with Brave New World, it's more about giving a person uh, their carnal pleasures, uh, giving them a hedonistic lifestyle, uh, controlling them through that instead of through total tyranny, uh, which is what I believe that the the financial system... Uh, will eventually morph into it will it will change from this kind of Orwellian you own nothing and be happy because it has to get there first to bring people down to their lowest level okay is that type of financial system with the financial collapse okay but what will come out of that is a financial system which has been foretold by many theosophists like Alice Bailey uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard um, Elizabeth Clare Prophet Wait, are, are, you, are you bad mouthing those Gnostics, dude? No. Yes, I am actually. How dare uh, you, sir? My feels, my feels. You know what? There was there was someone in my chat. I wanted it like I can't remember the name. Yeshua is king. I think her name was. I've seen her in here many times, but she she was trying to make a lot of. So I did that stream with um, Tishbite Paul. Oh yes. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that one. I uh, did. It was great. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's fascinating, right? Just, just the link ups, and the the, wow, thread that runs through all these ideologies. But you know, she was very, very vocal in the chat about how Christians are getting it wrong about these um, Gnostic texts, right? The whatever it's called, Nag Nag Hammadi. Nag Hammadi Library Schools, which yeah. I, as a former Gnostic, I could say, uh, no, Paul was 100% right. Um, for the most part, I'd say not 100%, 95% right. But yes, yes, but go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, you know, the. Well, I, I was sort of toying with the idea in my mind that I wonder, I wonder if they would make a push right now to. Because we've seen Church of England go all. Um, literally to have trannies running services and and basically say that god god would be gender fluid mixed gender i want to say mm -hmm. right and I, I i just wonder if they're going to push those that the not again i'm not an expert in this area at all bro i'm well, Paul was right in that. If you're going to say they're going to push the Gnostic kind of um, transsexual, no lines blurred, um, kind of like the definition of of the of the Masonic rebus, um, Baphomet, if you want to 
call well, him I, by I, that. I, you have to tell me what Paul has said about um, these texts. So I, it, it's all opaque to me. I don't know. I, like I say, I can. And I'm trying to find thing. my Barbara Marks Hubbard book so I can read parts of it, but I can't find it. Um, but anyway, um, well, what, what I wanted Mr. to say, what I wanted okay, to say was, was um, if Yeshua is king, if you're watching, um, please contact me because I, I would be very, very interested to hear that debate, right? Of some of someone who is a very, very solid believer, I guess, disciple. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what best fits for the Gnostic approach versus someone like yourself, uh, John, or of course, Paul, who, and Paul, Paul is a subject matter expert par excellence. But I don't think Paul came out of the Gnostic sect, did he? Wasn't he oh, no, 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 no. I did. I was a Gnostic for many years. Why? Um, Why? Why? Mm. Uh, because once they tell you, once you kind of fall into that truth or trap uh, that you've been lied to, uh, and you, you learn that the church has lied to you, but you don't have any knowledge of what Christians believed or any biblical knowledge or knowledge of the early church before Constantine and even after Constantine, the entirety of church history, you'll fall into that kind of like Gnostic lie, that Gnostic trap, I believe propagated by the Rockefellers among many people, uh, that, um, that, you know, that, that Christianity is a lie. Uh, and so you kind of go, okay. And then, you know, Satan has different avenues for you, right? You know, uh, the Baha'i faith, um, Buddhism, uh, Hinduism, uh, Gnosticism, but New Age flavor subjectivism. How, so, can we, how can we say that, um, you know, different areas of the world have different histories and just, you know, a lot of that is just dependent on the geography, the environment, and, you know, the, the I know we've talked about this before, but I, mm -hmm. I see many ethical, moral, and spiritual Japanese who are uh, Buddhist or Shinto, right? And how can we say to those people that um, your essence or consciousness as it relates to, put it in religious terms, the afterlife, right? your next mm -hmm. iteration. How, could, how can we say to those people, you've got it wrong when, when they're acting in a um, godly manner? I would, say manner. From a, I would say from a Christian worldview, which I believe is the objective truth, I understand that that may upset some people. Um, you know, uh, that the difference is the differences in that is to my knowledge and to my is, which is also my belief, but I haven't came across anything else. Christianity is founded different than the other world religions. And I haven't found one similar to this in that you are saved by the grace, the gift that God has given you through your faith, through a Messiah outside of yourself that you believe in, that, um, you know, which would be Jesus Christ. And in, upon believing on him, he bears 
the weight of your sin, that we're all sinners and we all should be, you know, held accountable for God's judgment because of that. Okay. Where the other religions of the world are usually broke down into two other categories. One is works-based. So Buddhism, uh, Shintoism, um, some uh, false forms of Christianity like Catholicism, um, Mormonism. That's going to fry the Catholics, but you probably... <laughs> Yes, I don't care. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, the workspace gospel, you know, is that is I can earn my way into heaven by what I do. I can earn my, earn my way into the afterlife by what I do and what I accomplish and how I act. And then there's a third way, which is gnosis or knowledge or hidden knowledge or secret knowledge by what I know, by what I ascertain, whether through meditation, whether through intense studying, uh, whether, you know, through um, various other methods to acquire knowledge. That is what can get me into the afterlife. OK, now as a former Gnostic, I believe that works and knowledge or gnosis was how I was going to um, obtain the afterlife. And I don't see that anymore. Can I, uh, can I, I think I, that's I, man's I, way of trying to I, I want to play a little bit of devil's, devil's advocate. Of course. Right. So, um, uh, uh, you, you know, you mentioned meditation, um, altered states, etc. So, so from, from a neuroscience perspective i i would say well if you've had a transcendent experience because that that that, that word has specific meanings within the science itself okay so if you have if you have a transcendent experience and then that makes you conscious of there being a larger reality around you such that guides your behavior to not act like a selfish meat sack. Um, is that, is that not a good thing? Is that, is that not something that we should try to be encouraging? I would say no, um, because there's a lot of self-deception as a former Gnostic. I used to former, uh, lose my consciousness or my, uh, inhibitions or tried to uh reach a state of enlightenment um i really and the bible does uh, uh uh forbid this and i understand why because it's you going by your own methods to try to do this instead of trusting and relying and believing in god it's like god i understand you have your will but i can do it i'm gonna do it my way what and it, so in doing so, hold on, hold on, hold on. In doing so, um, there's an issue in and of themselves with that if there is a true supreme being, right? Then on top of that, there's a lot of self-deception within uh, that mindset of trying to obtain sainthood on your own, okay? Because many people, including myself, and this isn't always the case, there are people, and I will say this because... We are ontologically good and capable, capable of ontological good because we are created by a perfect creator, okay? So even though born-again people 
are the only people with the Holy Spirit within them. People still have a knowledge, and Paul writes about this, a knowledge of God, a recognize, you know, a kind of like an innate um, understanding of God that's within us because we are made by our creator, okay? And so since we have that, I, you know, though we are corrupted by the fall, okay, the fall of mankind, okay? But we do still have the capability of doing what man would consider to be good things or good acts. Now, they don't glorify God. They're like filthy rags to him because God doesn't get the credit in that regard because people aren't saying, it's God, it's me. I'm the one that's doing it. I'm the good person, okay? But there are people that are able to have that ontological good to be less depraved than other people, okay? So, for example, there is a person who tries to live good. They try to do what the world perceives as good things, right? They try to be a good person, okay? But we all fall short. There's also the times that no one's perfect. Everyone has sinned against a holy and righteous God. Everyone has done things against their brother or done things that they're not proud of, okay? Oh, you know, there's not I one can that's fill good. those charts up, bro. <laughs> Myself included. I could too. I'm trying, by the grace of God, to be a better person. So, you know, these things, if there truly is a holy and righteous God, these people doing these things, you know, by themselves, through themselves, for their flesh, okay, whether we perceive them to be good or not, and they're saying, I'm doing this. Look what I'm doing, okay? When God has given us by grace just for us to be able to breathe a breath of air for you and I to be living right now and of all the sins that we we've committed against a holy and righteous God it is his choice whether to take us out right then and there okay and look I'm not saying that you and I you know from from a from a worldly standpoint are as bad as the elite and the things that we have done okay but from God's point of view Unless you're born again and Jesus is your intercessory, you have sinned against a righteous God. All have fallen short. There is not one that is good. Okay. So, yes, there might be from the world standpoint a person, let's say an atheist, who tries to be a humanist, who tries to be a good person. Okay. To the world, yes, that's a great thing. And yes, I would say that they are far less deranged than Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay? From an ontological good standpoint. So there are people that are less given over to reprobate bind or less disruptive or destructive than others. You know, we have an innate consciousness you know, that is magnified when one becomes born again, where, you know, one has the Holy Spirit in them. And so there's some people that are more depraved than others. And so hopefully, you know, that kind of makes sense. I mean, trying to ramble here to kind of get what I kind of believe is true theology is that, yes, there is a difference. There was a difference for me when I was a Gnostic, when I was meditating, when I was doing all these things. And to be honest, I was not a better person. Christianity and a belief in God the Father and Jesus Christ, and I would say ultimately it is God and the Holy Spirit, is what made me better. It wasn't me, it was them. 
And so, you know, as someone who used to have that mindset of meditation, of reaching those states of, of, of altered consciousness, of someone who probably had the Kundalini spirit wrapped around his spine, you know, doing Kundalini yoga, you know, I can tell you that there is a remarkable difference between the two. And, that, and some people would say that's faith, which is true. And I can't show you my faith. A Christian, I can't because that would be a work. That'd be, be bragging, right? Look how holy I am. Look what I truly believe. That would be a work. I wouldn't be saved by God's grace at that point if I could take my faith and show it to you, you know. But that's what I believe separates Christianity from all of the world's religions. And yes, you know, I would tell a Buddhist, I love them. This is out of love. Yes, I do believe you are going to hell. Uh, for not believing Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior, and not having a personal relationship and being born again with God the Father and Jesus Christ. I would. Um, yeah, and yes. I don't do it because I'm judging the person because I, you know, I, I hate them. I, I love them. So, um, so I, I want to sort of pull it back to, like, we're not talking about banks anymore. <laughs> we did that bit, right? Yeah, now we're having but... metaphysical discussions here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, it's, it's more fascinating than the earthly um, realm that banks represent, right? Um, you know, if if I was to give advi advice, it's not advice, but, you know, from my perspective, I don't, I'm not concerned about the material such that I've, I'm, you know, it's Monday here, I haven't run to the ATM to pull out um, cash or anything, or, you know, what what will be will be, but I'm... I'm pretty sure Japan's safer than the United States right now. Let's just say that, at least, uh, as far as the financial system's concerned. The, they just don't have um, the debt burden at an individual level like the U.S. has, right? The the country does have does run hot with respect to spending and GDP. I want to say, but it's it's all, um, yeah, pe pe people loans and things like that are much much harder to get here so um i'm i'm less concerned about japan in that respect but but going back to you know i'm i don't see a ethical or moral problem with someone who would be concerned about the material right concerned about um their their existence giving them 500 micrograms of lsd and them having a an experience that would tamper down those um conditioned behaviors because i think a lot of it is um learned behavior right and yeah of course there are some some people who are just more inclined in that way you've got the the input from genetics obviously but um i think a lot of it is learned behavior and if you can if you can wind back some of that through a shamanic type experience right then you know what what pops out the other side of of, of that experience and if that person moves closer towards god then i'm i would struggle to to 
try and say you shouldn't do that. And you know, the, but you know, the the orthodox view is is that coming to coming to knowing that way would be would be a sin. And I'm I'm struggling with that because look, okay. in in end of life therapies and stuff, um, we know that that you, you can give people psilocybin and um, compounds like that, and they come to terms with their mortality. And that that to me seems a moral and ethical good that shouldn't shouldn't be shut down from people. But what about Pascal's wager, though? And I'm saying it's the lowest form of apologetics, but what about that when applied to all the world's religions? You know, like, for example, for Islam, um, if Islam is, is, is correct, I, I don't think it, that it is, but let's just, you know, say that it is for a moment. Uh, by me trying to live my life in a godly way as a, pe a, a person of the book, um, you know, my sins and my good deeds will be weighed in Allah's judgment. And I should go on to the afterlife based off of that. Uh, or, you know, let's say Buddhists are correct, right? Or Hindus, um, or insert other religion here. Um, you know, by majority of them, if not all of them, by me trying to live a uh, godly life, trying to be a good person. Um, I should uh, um, gain some sort of enlightenment or gain some sort of uh, afterlife uh, that would be uh, positive. Um, except if Christianity is the objective truth, if God the Father and Jesus Christ being Logos is the truth of the universe, okay, is the objective truth, okay, God is, okay, then if God is true, the only way to be saved is to be born again, is to have faith and believe by God's grace he has given us. So, you know, are some people willing to make that wager? Um, again, you know, I'm not. I believe that there is only one way, uh, which is through God the Father, through his son, Jesus Christ. Um, and so... so let, me, let, by, let, let me give you a personal example okay. right so um in uh my travails and highs and and lows right so there are lows in your existence etc um where i've i've had to um question everything right and in that space the psychedelic space Right, that, that I was, I saw, and why? Why did it manifest this way? And as a as a neuroscientist, I have to try to break that down. But the subjective experience when I was asking those questions, asking, you know, to God Himself, right, and what I saw, right, and but it was in my mind rather than my eyes being opened, was the shimmering body of Christ. On a cross, right? Uh, and, and I have to ask myself, well, why? Why did I see? Why not just a shimmering being, right? Why? So the cross, the cross, was indicative of, well, you're you're seeing this entity, want of a better 
description that we we call Jesus Christ and he's there in the when you need help spiritual help right and was it sinful that I saw that in that state via the use of psychedelics there have been some people and I know someone personally who um you know, you psychedelics who was a new ager, who actually was a Satanist, um, who God came to him in a Kundalini Yoga experience when he was high on psilocybin. Uh, and Jesus told him to quit warring against me and to follow me. And he later became a born again Christian. Um, yes, it is a sin to use pharmacia that is let in the Bible. Uh, it opens you up to what I believe to be demonic attacks. Uh, if you are not born again, uh, possibly even demonic possession, if you are born again, just demonization or demonic attacks, uh, because you are giving up uh, some of your agency. The Bible says to be sober-minded among all things, uh, which is one of the reasons why I don't drink alcohol. Um, and, uh, you know, and I'm not saying that alcohol in and of itself is a sin. I think it's a, um, a sin for conscious sake. You know, if you're getting drunk, if you're getting drunk, probably shouldn't drink alcohol. If, you know, and so... But pharmacia, which would be my, you know, mind-altering completely states of taking some sort of, 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 of drug or some sort of herb or some, by some sort of mechanism to alter your state of consciousness, um, that is considered a sin. It is. Now, has God, who is transcendent, who is sovereign, used many different experiences for people to come to him and have a realization of him? Yes, of course. He could take... Uh, something that is sinful or something that I believe is evil or something that even Satan, the enemy, does. It could turn that and use that for someone through his grace for them to come to him. Um, and I do believe that we have uh, free will. I'm not a, a Calvinist um, in that regard. Uh, but, you know, and so, yes, I mean, I used to do psychedelics myself. Um, I did salvia, I did ayahuasca, um, I smoked at one time copious amounts of pot, um, and, you know, if anything, they kept me, uh, away, uh, from God. Um, and so, you know, it, it is sinful to use these things, you know, there are, I, like, for example, you mentioned giving someone in a life psilocybin for mm. them to have a religious experience. Mm. I would argue if it's not them coming to the, the objective truth of God the Father and Jesus Christ, it's it's for the grand totality of the, of their mortal soul. Uh, it's 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 irrelevant, um, you know. And 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 I understand that for a lot of people, this is going to upset them. I I, I get that, um, you know. As Paul said, I've told you the truth, um, you know. Uh, therefore, now you hate me, or therefore now I'm not your brother, you know. Um, and I get that. I used to have this complete subjective mindset. You and I would have seen things more eye to eye, Kevin, if we would have talked five years ago, six years ago. 100% dead serious on that uh, when it comes to the metaphysical. Okay. Now, you and I see things very, sim very similar, like when it comes to parapolitical, when it comes to health. Uh, you and I uh, are, are very similar, like, and, and we might have differing opinions on certain things to some degree, but at least, you know, you and I are more. Uh, align with our thoughts and our beliefs when it comes to those things. Okay. Yeah, but so, um, so I would, 
look, genetically, culturally, I come from Christian heritage, right? I, mm -hmm. I recognize that and I recognize that transcendent experience. I, like I say, I've never, I've never felt the need to read the Bible beyond the cursory learning that I had that was drilled into me as a, a child, right? Um, and I would, you know, I didn't feel the need in following that state to proselytize, I guess. Um, or what it was was just a an indicator of, well, in that, in this reality matrix, there is this, I don't know, the mind, the mind can see, or my mind did, this emergent image, I guess. I mean, it was more than an image. It was, um, didn't say anything to me, just showed me all I can describe it as as a sort of light being, but on a cross. The cross to me indicating that yeah, that's Jesus. Um, there's there's help for you in those um, darkest recesses that you can go to. And so, if if we're able to formalize that I don't, want, I don't want to say it's not behavior or protocol or but there's I've been I've worked too much in the clinical environment and seen the suffering of people who are losing their fight right with life and the the pain that they go through and it seems it seems to me a um if they would want to right to say look we can why don't you try this as a as a means of um coming to terms with life and your uh place in it and i would i don't know i'm i mean I, but i've seen people suffer too as well i mean i've lost many family members um, you know, I, I've, I've, I've suffered great loss in my own personal life. Um, you know, I, I've seen it too, man. I've seen people die of horrific diseases. Sadly, some of them were unsaved and joyfully, some of them were, um, you know, and yes, I, I understand what you're trying to say from a compassionist hum humanist sense that if it helps them, then shouldn't we try? Um, and some people would say by me, would look at me cruel, and I would say no, because for most people, this pharmacia is going to separate them from God. It's going to be a deception. It isn't always the case. Uh, you know, it, there are Sometimes who... you just need to give people the um, idea that there is something bigger than their experience. Right, that's that's in my mind sometimes enough to jolt people into. Re I don't know because, but you know what what's happening when people are dying? Often what they do is they ruminate, right? And it's it's very mm -hmm. much a sort of ob obsessive compulsive like um, phenomenon, and they they'll fixate and ruminate on things that they've 
done, they haven't done, the the relations that they could have saved or relations they got into that they shouldn't have. And the um, to be able to relieve that anxiety in that state, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I would be... But I mean... It- if if Christianity is true, though, let's say it is. Let's say it is, okay? And it is the only way, wouldn't, you know, the relief of anxiety, because there's many Christians, people who are Christian, they're truly born again. Yes, my flesh may fear death. Uh, if I had a gun to my head, for example, yeah, I might piss myself. But spiritually, though, however, um, I used to have a great fear of death, Kevin, before I was saved. A great fear of death. Uh, even when I was a Gnostic and thought that, you know, my body would transcend and, you know, I, you know, I would live forever. Is you that know, what Gnostics think? God. <laughs> or, well, no, there's many different flavors of Gnosticism, okay? Everybody's different, okay? Uh, that's why it's subjective. Um, but um, I was still very much afraid of death. Now, hmm, I'm not at all. I have a peace about it to, 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 to a certain degree. Um, and you see that a lot. There's a lot of nurses who would tell you tell tell of people who were born again uh, having that same peace to as well at their final moments. Um, and so, you know, I would think ultimately it would be best, you know, if Christianity is true, which I believe it is the objective truth, um, that their mortal soul be saved instead of giving them pharmacia that might separate them uh, from God in those final moments or for them to be able to lose their um, there's other methods too. there's other things that could be used. Um, you can kind of control the uh, sympathetic response. You can taper it down and upregulate the parasympathetic response through many different supplements and drugs. Yeah, and they've, been, they've been doing that the last three years, bro. <laughs> well, that, that's a little different. All right. That's a little different, brother. All right. That's purposely uh, shutting it off so people die. Okay. It's a little, little, little different, a little different than what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but that is true. That's what they've been doing with uh, benzodiazepines, correct? I've completely. Uh, uh, upregulating the parasympathetic response, completely shutting down the sympathetic response, but upre- upregla- upregulating look, look, too much GABA. When I when I'm on my uh, uh, last breaths, um, by all means, stick that morphine drip in me <laughs> and let it rip. And I, um, you know, when the, when the flesh is given out in that in that sense, um, I'm. Yeah, again, but what we've, yeah, you're in a situation where we've seen it be abused to the point of, well, weaponization, I would argue. Um, I mean, causing people to die. I mean, we mm. saw that outright murder, mm. you know. Mm. Um, and the thing is, is, for example, with psychedelics, I guess one thing is, have you ever heard of a Rick Goblin? I call him good old Rick Goblin, who is a part of the uh, MAPS Institute. No, no. Well, he's literally talking about using psychedelics to overcome trauma on the battlefield for soldiers and that you can hook them up into a ketamine drip and put them in a K-hole so that eventually you can obliterate any PTSD or any remorse or any feelings or thoughts of prior trauma that they may have so that you can perpetually have them on the battlefield without them having some sort of psychotic break. Well, yeah, the, the, pro- the problem that comes with that, though, is that once you once you induce those states, you're less likely to get them back onto the battlefield, full stop. Because I would argue that they would develop a the moral and ethical, or they would break the training for killing 
too easily. So that that, that would I'm I'm not against I'm not against treating PTSD in that fashion. Um, I d I just in my mind the way ketamine works, I can't I can't see someone loading their magazine and going back out. I so. am just say I am just saying what Rick Goblin claims. Okay, he's, I'm just he's, saying he's, he's, he's really claiming to get them out on the battlefield. Yes, he is claiming to make perpetual soldiers with no PTSD whatsoever. Yes, that is directly from an interview. He doesn't understand psychedelics, then. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does. I'm pretty. Uh, he's being funded by Peter Thiel, uh, and I'm pr I'm pretty sure uh, he's got a an idea because you know a lot of people who don't reach quote-unquote enlightenment or a better of self through the use of psychedelics too there's certain things that there's studies there's studies of yoga there's studies of the various psychedelics that they have buried because you know how scientific studies and literatures are and how they like to bury some of the truths of it we do know that you know some sometimes for certain people that practice kundalini yoga outside of a spiritual effect a negative spiritual effect i believe that they have um, they do develop kundalini psychosis. Even the yogis talk about this. But from a physiological standpoint, their parasympathetic nervous system doesn't activate like it should. Their vagus nerve doesn't enhance its firing like it should to control the parasympathetic nervous system. So they have a paradoxical effect where their sympathetic nervous system goes in overdrive and a fight or flight response kicks in. Um, they have severe panic and anxiety and delusions that they previously didn't have beforehand. Um, and so, you know, that does occur in some people that take psychedelics. Uh, some people that take oh, yeah, the wrong hit of acid, for example, they fry the neurons in their brain, do they not? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen that. And so, look, on, on the menu of things to be trying therapeutically, you know, it, it is rank ordered. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm struggling to see the harm with... Like I say, psilocybin, I think, is a very, if you get the dose right, it's a very gentle introduction into the um, expanded mind space where you would, I don't know, you, you, you're, in a sense, you sort of, it, it's like the, call those games where you sort of sit behind the shoulder, not first person, third person. Third person perspective, right? You had me so, confused there for a minute. Uh, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, uh, so you, you sort of, you can, it, it just changes the perceptive field such that they can often look at life problems in a way that will give them different insights and be of, be of help. Now, you know, there's other cases where, like, and you know this this is what got me into neuroscience was um the work by Hoffer and Osmond where in this was in Saskatchewan where they were the premise of their study was to use the psychotomimetic properties of LSD to jolt people out of alcoholism and what mm -hmm. they what they found what, what they found was that um the best response was when the psychedelic transcendent state happened rather than trying to, I mean, you know, what, what's psychotomimetic? It's just a terror, <laughs> a terror experience as you, as you life review where you are. And that came, and, you know, that's, this was when I was very young. So, you know, I was taking things like LSD 
regularly and um but at you know I was 16 17 years old and um working through these things and I I got hold of their book um it's called the hallucinogens and it's a very well structured argument for say proper or or the benefits of psychedelics in treating look man cuz al- alcoholism is a and thank you white lung kung fu for the donor much appreciate but um the i don't know there's a, there's a part of me that I'll give you, okay, wrap it up in, in this metaphor, okay? It's possible with deep brain stimulation to go deep into the brain, activate, uh, modulate circuits such that you can bring someone back from a, or you can restore functionality in a highly immobile, suffering individual. And that, to me, is on the same level of it's more of an intervention than using something like uh, a psychedelic in mm-hmm. in these um, in very complex. Well, I, I don't know, but everyone is different, right? So look, so some some people can just have a a word with someone like yourself, right? As you preach the good word. Other people that that will never work. I mean, I can I could sit and talk about the nature of God with you all day. Um, it's it's uh, well, it's it's meaningful from my perspective. But there are some people who who you can't break that barrier, right? And yeah, they won't stop resisting. I agree. Yes, mm, it's sad. Yeah, it's it's sad. So. And I accept the fact that you can destroy lives through abuse of pharmacia. But there's a sweet spot where the experience can be therapeutically useful. And I would would struggle with the idea that that could be sin. Is it sin to put electrodes in the brain? It all depends if you're using it for altered states of consciousness or you're using it for some sort of medical procedure. It's the same with pharmacia. Are you using it to get high? Are you using it to escape reality? So what, what, uh, or, what about if you're using it to... Um, I mean, it doesn't... The depression has been a, uh, a target that they've tried to use a therapy for. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I would uh, say it depends on a person's genetics and epigenetics uh, and, you know, their ability to process certain neurotransmitters. For example, I have a COMT. You, you're pretty aware of catch-all methyltransferase, right? So I have a, a COMT V158M uh, homozygous polymorphism. So when I smoked pot, you know what happened to me? Uh, addicted straight away. Too much dopamine and extremely paranoid. Almost borderline schizophrenic. Yeah, weed does that to me too. <laughs> I, still, I would still wake and bake. For hey, people years. with COMT V158 polymorphisms are highly intelligent. You ever get yourself checked for it, Kev? 
So. I don't want. I don't want people looking at my my shit, bro. <laughs> I've got to be. I've got to have limbs lopped off to get me to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, literally got to be clutching my heart like ah. But anything that increases dopamine too much, it sets me off because my body has a difficult time breaking down properly dopamine, epinephrine, and norepinephrine. I don't have enough COMT. Now, magnesium greatly helped me increase the amount of COMT I was producing to help with that. Um, so I don't have, you know, from a, from a supplemental standpoint, can help greatly with that. Uh, but I would be someone who would not react very well to psychedelics, and I have not. Mm. Um, you know, and so without that knowledge, I would almost argue from a from a medical standpoint, without certain knowledges of a person's ability to produce monamine oxidase uh, from a genetic perspective, or even from a supplemental status perspective, uh, or catch-all methyltransferase from a genetic or a epigenetic or a supplemental status perspective, um, I, I wouldn't recommend giving psychedelics to such people because if they were given to me for example um and you know yeah I, but you could you screen know, uh, people for things like that that would you know you could say look they're not they're not gonna do that man you know how the medical professional is, profession is i mean that that's 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 hoping for too much brother mm. um i don't know i mean the, the with the cost coming down for Doing sequencing and looking at, you know, haplotypes and genotypes. Um, I don't know. I, I could, I could it, it's, it's a space, again, you know, it's a double-edged sword, right? I, look, all the sequencing I think they've done in the last three years, after all those PCR tests, um, <laughs> click. do I think that's being, being used for good? No, I, I, I don't. And, and uh, of course... We should fight tooth and nail against against that particular type of abuse. But the oh, okay, I've got I've got an, another example for you. So, Robert, right, hold on before but hold on before you move on. I just want to make one statement because you mentioned Hoff Hoff uh uh, uh and Abram Hoffer and Osmond Humphrey Osmond. Um, Osmond got his funding th for Rockefeller. Yeah, um, CIA, and, uh, everything. <laughs> uh huh. And as well as is, um, we they pot they pot. Now, where do you stand on adrenochrome theory? I'm not talking about the highest extent of conspiratorial thinking. That's that it comes they look to adrenochrome. at adrenochrome in in their studies. Um, they did. Yeah. Now I w now now the body has various mechanisms in place to prevent adrenochrome oxidized adrenaline from being produced. One of them being the catch-all methyltransferase pathway. Correct. Mm -hmm. I believe so. So there's not a lot of adrenochrome. Now, I did a lot of research to disprove kind you, of like you can, you can get um you, you can make adrenochrome really easy, right? You can just get an epipen, crack that. Open oh yes, and, and oxidize it. it. Yes, yeah, yes, right. of course. I, I I don't I don't think there's look the baby eaters because for sure shit there are baby eaters out there um, I don't think that they're getting high off adrenochrome from... no because what was what would adrenochrome do to you because it went from and I I was gonna do a presentation on this never got around to doing it but. We, what would an oxidized adrenaline do to you? It wouldn't give you superhuman powers and no, make you look like no, a million no, books, right? No. It would make you be in fear and feel like complete crap, I would assume, no, correct? I've got to think back to 
been so many years since I read the book, but I want to say I like, would assume it would make you feel like crap. It would make you almost have a schizophrenic like uh Yeah, so this this uh, is what they were interested brain. in, right? So that they were looking they were trying to find a biomolecular reason, causal reason for schizophrenia, and that was one of their hypotheses that there was too much adrenaline being oxidized and it was causing these psychotic breaks and they they, they basically disprove that through human testing and animal testing yeah the body doesn't produce enough adrenochrome there's many mechanisms put in place by a creator i would say uh to keep that from happening um which they were trying to use niacin just like they're trying to use niacin vitamin uh, b3 to treat alcoholism um you, they you, were using you use that for um termination of lsd type states they would iv mm -hmm. you with uh nicotinamide and you would you would get someone back to baseline very very quickly and so it it, it so this in my mind where we this is decades old research for people who want to go look at the source material and this is from the 50s and 60s um the pharmacology has been mapped enough so that you could i think like I say screen and use these compounds ethically I do. I I I I struggle to come to any other different conclusion. So, I, like I say, the so for deep brain stimulation, right? If we right. could we could target like ventral tegmental, nucleus accumbens, limbic circuitry, and try to aim for um, something. I, I, some people would describe it as like hedonic type feelings right that you you want to you want to try and raise those feelings that i don't know think of a good endorphin high or or you know the, the brain's natural mechanisms and i don't see a problem per se with that now if i, I don't i don't either you're not using it to escape reality oh, right so i want i want to i want to lead this on to to the next stage so um, but there, there is ethical concerns in that domain um, mm, still, which is that, you know, there's the classic um, self, electrical self-stimulation studies in rodents where you can target those pathways and the rat can learn to press a lever to stimulate those pathways and they'll do that. Until they until, die, right? Well, they'll, they'll generally it sort of pass out um you know, death is a significant uh, uh, boundary to to get across. But yeah, they'll 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 forego f food and water in in a in a day to um, push the lever. But put them in a put them in a normal cage without the stimulator being there. They'll eat and drink. Now, yeah. So it's it's possible to get in there and manipulate these pathways. So there are, are you familiar with temporal lobe epilepsy? Yes. Okay. So there are people who subjectively with temporal lobe epilepsy feel like they've been touched by God. 
that's how they describe it. Everything is just like they they see the spiritual beauty running through everything that it becomes overwhelming that they're unable they're unable to function in mm-hmm. the, in a in a normal sense because your normal operational parameters are shunted aside such that you can't have normal interaction with the environment now say uh, like I said it's they're not very well understood circuits at all but you know there is a Oh, I'm trying to remember his name now. They, they call it the God Helmet. They they can. It's, you can oh, what's his name? I'll think of it in a minute. But you, you can induce the feelings of the spiritual just by uh, transcranial stimulation. And would that be? A sin for people if that if that could lead people to the numinous would should we not do that well it all depends on again it depends on i would try to rely on god and jesus first i would try to connect with god the father and jesus first i mean for any type of um physical or mental you know especially with mental illness uh before other modalities would be used if that makes any sense um you know and for you know for example propofol i mean propofol milk of magnesia or amnesia should i say am i right it it alters the state of one's consciousness it kind of puts them in a um a loss of consciousness a loss of control and body autonomy right you know so if you're using that to, to Oh look, Stanley under... Stanley Corrin, uh is the name. Let me just bring that up because that that's actually kind of if I can find a clip. Uh, no, is that him? God helmet. God helmets. Experimental apparatus called the Corrin helmet. Yeah, let's just let me just see if we can see some examples of it. There was many. Many, many years back when I was the Korean helmet song. Yeah, so Michael Persing is another um, interesting fellow. Uh, Dr. Persinger's God help. I don't know. I'm just trying to find something really. At the flick of a switch. This is two minutes long. So I'm going to share the screen with you, bro. Yeah. I can find which. I don't know why, dude. I'm I'm like colorblind to the Discord <laughs> logo in my um in my chat. So tell tell me if you can hear the sound i can see it at the flick of a switch sound working no i can't hear it uh wait i share screen or app let me try again screens 
expectation. At the flick of a switch. Is that working? Still can't hear it. Still can't hear it. Uh, pa, 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 how to do this? Um, turn the stream on, bro. Listen, listen to the stream. Okay, I'll just do that. Tell me when you've got it running. All right, go ahead. You're fine. At the flick of a switch. We have reproduced every aspect of the God experience, every essence, every component of it, from the rising sensation to the feelings of ecstasy to the feelings of a sensed presence to the feelings that you're at one with the universe. We can do that experimentally. Professor Persinger has gone straight to the source of creativity, emotion, and fantasy by stimulating this area, the temporal lobes and the limbic system, with complex magnetic fields that set up electrical charges in the brain. In our presence, one subject had a near-death experience. A sudden wave of darkness. It's a distant point of light. No two people have responded in exactly the same way. But all of them come out of this chamber with a profound sense that something hugely significant has taken place. It's a sound chamber that doesn't allow anything from the outside to come inside. And I start hearing voices. I start seeing things. Started with faces. There was a lot of faces, but distorted faces, moving kind of almost like seeing something through heat. I felt a presence behind me, like kind of staring down at me, and it seemed very strange. This presence was, it wasn't, it wasn't frightening at all. It was very comforting, actually. It was like dreaming, but I was awake. Just like when you have a dream, sometimes you wake up and your dreams are just so, it was so real. I saw bright lights and I heard voices. Was that God speaking? Or was that Professor Persinger just flipping a few switches? What we have found is that individuals who show a temporal lobe sensitivity or creativity and who are very religious, in that setting, they will have a religious experience. We can generate the sense presence, which is defined as God. There you go, bro. Um, what do you make of that? I would say that the exper experiences with which these people... Oh, shit. Sorry, dude. <laughs> that was me. God damn it. Sorry, I, I, I cut you off. Sorry. I was like, what's going on? I was confused. <laughs> I, was I was trying uh, to stop the stream of the screen and bring, bring you I was back. Wondering, I, I was wondering if they finally got you. I was wondering if they came <laughs> in and finally... Uh, that was it. They took you out. That, that's all. That's all she wrote. Mm. Um, but uh, no, I was going to say that, you know, I would look at it because um, the heart is deceptive above all. Right. So I would say that, yes, you could elicit a religious experience, if you would like to call that, or a metaphysical experience or a spiritual experience or whatever you want to classify it as. Uh, using many different modalities, right? Many different, um, because I don't believe that it's our brain is what ultimately ant uh, animates us. I believe that it's our soul. 
Okay. And so, um, our, you know, our, our body, our flesh, our, our, our mind, uh, so you have your mind, body, and spirit, right. From a, from a, from a Christian's perspective. Okay. And so by the manipulation of one's mind, whether it's by electro deep brain stimulation or using electromagnetic fields to influence someone's native EMF that they're generating both of the neurons in their brain and the heartbeat of their hearts um, or uh, psychedelic usage through pharmacia by any mechanism, though it could manifest itself in the way that people described uh, in uh, that video. Um, you know, I wouldn't, uh, and though God could use that experience to, of course, show a person grace and, and for them to come to the truth, for him to reveal himself to them. Um, I think a lot of it is still man's ability to try to bridge an infinite chasm to God that they are unable to do on their own. So and, uh, I, I'll throw this in there. If, if God is... I don't know, omnipresent. That makes sense. Omnipresent. Mm -hmm. Covering everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Just then again, I I would I would struggle ethically to deny someone an experience like that if it could open their or, or, or let's let's say not open, but remove them away from a materialistic range of the moment mindset to one that um comes to i don't I, I don't know like the metaphysical space and you know this this is why i i would i would never thrust my religious faith down anyone's um road i would i would always I don't know. Look and ye shall find. Is that is that not is that not something that we can apply to many many different modalities? No, because Jesus said there's only one way. Uh, and seeking Him is seek as ye shall find would be seeking Him specifically. And we know by the Great Commission that was given in Matthew to um, uh, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. As Christians, we are called to proselytize. You know, I used to. Not be bold, um, and, and and the Bible talks about it. You know, if you're if you're ashamed of Jesus Christ, you know He's going to deny you to the Father. That He'll be ashamed of you back. Um, and so, you know, there are in the Bible it talks about the faith comes from hearing the Word of God, um, hearing um, you know what is written in the ancient text, which we believe to be um, you know written. What if the word uh, is more complex than that, than just the written text? What if what if there is this subject? that would that would be that would be Gnosticism, which I used to believe that that'd be a form of Gnosticism, a form of um, hidden knowledge where the text in and of itself, uh, the Bible even specifically uh, states that the gospel is simple. Uh, so the ability to reach God, why why would it be extraordinarily uh, complex? God wishes for none to perish. Um, and so, you know, yeah, but, that, but, but what those people are describing is the subjective experience of huh? higher being, right? And I, I don't know, I mean, I hate using Freudian 
um, descriptions, etc. But the, the idea of moving outside of the ego, people have a concept of what that means. And I don't know. If, if quote-unquote, superego is the, I don't know, the reaching towards the pinnacle of self-actualization, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, where you... Well, if you're, well if you're a society member, by the way, I have to say that, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, man, show, show me, show me um, academics in those fields that just don't have these sketchy connections and I, I know i know they exist i've worked i've worked among it and and i, I look i didn't <laughs> i didn't go into the club bro i i, I was yeah, always I, know. I was always um i don't know it's too much hey personality line. wise you being you being as an intj you you and i me being an intp we're more likely to not going to the clubs because we're not accepted there mm. so however you are likelihood to be a mad scientist you are likely to be thanos if you break bad as they say so yeah I mean, uh, to make half the people go out of existence if you break bad kevin so oh, dude it was close for me it was a close call but then you know i've i've said this many times on this stream there was something you know there was something else i don't know call it divine intervention if you want but it wasn't it wasn't an easy path Right? It, it was painful, you know, I had my life shattered again, um, and, you know, you, you pop up, or I popped up publicly, I guess, outside of the networks I was in, trying to um, shut down, it was literally Kaufman, right? I mean, that, that's, uh, that's how we met, and the... I don't know. I, I'm. I, I recognize, or I, I, it's a case for me of there, but for the grace of God, go I. I've I've had to learn that lesson the hard way, and I'm. I don't know if if there was if there was an easier way of doing it, wouldn't that be better? There, there is an easy way. And that's that, you know, the way that I believe uh, salvation to be is Jesus Christ and God the Father. You know, Jesus is knocking on the door. He's knocking on the door. Um, and you, he'll knock, you're, asking, he'll knock you're asking people to say, for example, you, you mentioned the Catholic Church earlier. Hmm? And so, so a, lot of, a lot of people, when you say, look, you, you need to uh, move towards God. Um, in the Christian sense, it's through... Well, God moves towards you, but yes, go ahead. And, you know, through, through Jesus, you will... Um, it's, the, it's the way and the path. But then you're asking people to go to... Um, it's embodied by the church hierarchies. And I, I don't, I don't care which church. It I never is. mentioned that. I right, never but, said it was based off church hierarchy. But let me let me finish okay. my thought okay. in a sense, right? So, in most people's mind, okay, when you're, for me personally, I mm -hmm. take the injunction of, um, if you want to speak to God, go do it in the closet. I don't need to. I don't need to go to a, a big building 
where people are dressed funny and uh, mm -hmm. singing in languages I don't understand. Right? Mm -hmm. But for most people, and th this, this, this is where I think people would have the objection to what it, what it is you're saying, is that they associate what you're saying with uh, essentially giving over to, I don't want to say the church, a church, and um, how how do how do you get around that? Yeah, but but what do you mean giving away around to? What do you mean by that? I'm lost in your logic train. So you lost me there for a minute. So people, so, so th there's there's an injunction or not an injunction. Most people associate the process of being Christian as going to church hmm? once a week, being involved with a church, and um. Mm -hmm. uh, trying, trying to think of nice ways of talking about, um, you know, brotherhood with fellow Christians, mm -hmm. and which I think it's important. I, I do think that's important, but I don't think uh, a Christian necessarily has to do that. Mm. But it, it seems implicit. Looking at the, this is why I would talk about hierarchies, the church hierarchies. These institutions exist now. Whether it's a good thing that they exist, I'm still sort of, I'm erring towards, generally, from a nationalist perspective, it's good to have a church that binds the nation together. But some, peop some people will struggle with that idea that they should, um, in effect, surrender some agency to, not the spiritual domain, but the earthly representation of it. Does that make sense? You don't have to, but you don't have to, though. I mean, I myself attend a Baptist church, but I choose to do so, but I'm not saved by any blood. I'm not You're a heretic. By... You're a heretic. How dare you? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saved by just attending a Baptist church. I'm saved by my personal relationship and my faith with God the Father and Jesus Christ, right? Mm. So, I, you know, you don't have to go to a church to be saved. Not at all. Um, I I, I don't know. think so. I don't, I don't go. I I've been in churches. I I recognize what they're trying to represent. It's it seems well like show show me an institute that isn't broken. I say, but usually the the smaller the church, usually the better. Once you start getting nation state wise, like the Catholic Church, there's a lot of corruption involved. Um, yeah. There's corruption in small churches too. I'm not going to say that there isn't, um, but there are some really good small churches, uh, you know. And, and so, uh, you know, I again, a, a person doesn't have to be, you know, all born again believers are part of the corporate, you know, true church, uh, you know, the corporate church of being a born again believer, you know, Christ's church. Did you just you know, say Jesus, corporate in the congregation sense, not corporate in the business sense. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, you know, a person doesn't have to go to church to be saved, and going to church doesn't make you saved. There's many people who are tragically, sadly, unsaved or not born again that go to church. Oh, yeah. Uh, and a lot of them just go through it, go through the motions. Yeah. Um, you know. You have an issue of um, people, people using or wearing their faith as a, as a I, don't know, I want to say pride. It's different. It's different than pride. I, I I don't know. Sort of moral snobbery that comes from mm -hmm. the fact that they they think that they've gone and done. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they should think like that. 
Yeah, the Pharisees of the day. Uh, you know, the Pharisees still exist today, right? Um, and many of them are in Christian churches who think they're pleasing God uh, on outward appearance, but in reality, they have no faith. Um, and they're dead men and women walking. Uh, you know, so I'm not I'm not telling anyone they have to put a suit and tie on and attend church to be saved. Um, not at all. And if any, you know, and and and, and no, I. I found what I believe to be a good church. I work at it. I teach science there, uh, you know, and, um, you know, and, and, and I did kind of, you know, submit myself, to lack of a better word, to my to my pastor, who I know very well, um, who was in a house church before he got his job at the Baptist church that I go to as the minister. I do believe that he tends his flock well and takes the word seriously. Um, and, uh, you know, in those trying times, you know, if we truly are ending, entering into the end times or if World War Three or whatever, there's nothing wrong with being a part of a corporate body of believers uh, that could look after one another um, in, in those trying times. I mean, as a nationalist, myself as a Christian conservative or, you know, right wing, you know, in that regard, I don't see anything that should be uh something that's that that's important right and it's even that's biblically taught i mean that was from the earliest inception of the early church in the book of acts you know a, a corporate body of believers were supposed to preach the word but they were also you know as james says yes you're, you preach the word to the homeless person but you also first make sure that their bellies are full and they have a safe place to live uh you know you have to take care of those earthly things first before uh, you you do ultimately what's the most important, which is preach the gospel and hopefully that they you know become born again, you know. And so if you're going around and just you know preaching the word, but you're not helping your fellow man as far as taking care of those physical needs, then you know that person's not going to be one very much receptive, and two it's going to come off wrong to other people, uh, you know, which certainly it is, you know. And so it, hopefully I'm making sense by that and that. You don't have to put your suit and tie on to be saved, brother. The Bible does not state that at all. No, um, I mean and yeah. that was that was my understanding. Well, I can't say always, but as as I've grown and older, I hope wiser that um, yeah, those those accoutrements of faith that people dress themselves in and. Um, I don't want to, I know many, many humble people that do go to church and are very, very spiritual, but I, I, I recognize that there are, that there are people who are, who are abuse it with the sake of, uh, with a sense of superiority. Oh, very much so. And that bothers me. And I understand why it would bother many people when trying, to, trying to say to someone, look, there's a, there's a larger point to your existence than the how can you use the word corporate the corporate zombie world that you've got yourself enmeshed in now i'm i'm happy to speak to people on those terms but i there, there is no way that i would ever take the step of saying yeah here you go here's your uh tiny tiny font little <laughs> bible <laughs> Now, now go read this. I can't. Um, I can't bring myself to do that because I think it's such a personal um, journey. And I and, and again, 
having lived in so many different cultures now, I can't, I, I see too many, I would say godly people, right? There's, and I, I, I can't. But I would argue they're not, sadly. They may be from a humanist standpoint, may be good to the world. But to God, you know, from a Christian worldview, which I believe is to be the objective truth, um, as Paul would say, their good works glorify themselves and are filthy rags to God. Um, you know, and I know that's a very difficult concept uh, for most people to, and I'm not going to say, I'm not going to sit here and say that I haven't had my doubts. It's very normal from the human experience um, that I, you know, that I've had my quandaries of logical thought from time to time. Um, but there are ways, you know, that I have been able to explain it since I believe it to be the objective truth of the universe uh, to, men, um, to, to, to remain that objectivity, to have faith, um, you know, and, you know, and so, it, you know, it, it breaks my so what, heart. What, what, you know, spe it, what specific series of events caused you to move away from, I hate using the word Gnostic. That's fine. New age. We say new age beliefs. Well, I, I don't know, because I would class them as spiritual beliefs. And I um I don't I don't know when you know if you get if you get into like serious theological debate I always find mm -hmm. it comes down to the how many um angels are dancing on the head of a pin type sort of argumentation. Well, you used another example previously, the demon on the in what's that called? Yeah, now. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember offhand though. Yeah, you mentioned it earlier. Um, but the, I can't, um, by all conscience, say to people, "You're right. That's wrong." And when when they when they are comporting themselves in in a um, ethical manner, right? So. It's, let's uh, at a countrywide level, right? I think, and you know, you can argue that Japan was able to do this because of um, the umbrella of protection that came from Japan. But post Second World War, Japan has formalized its non-aggression principle. I think I don't want to call it pacifist. But they, they're very much against the idea of, let's say, expeditionary-type warfare. And that, to me, moves collectively them closer to what is preached in the Christian sense of um, yeah, don't, don't, don't go needlessly killing um, left, right, and center. And um, so there's a question to you: What is? What do you think of Buddhism? <laughs> well, I think it's a false. I think it's a false religion. Uh, I think it all stems from again, you know, the if I would say all all religions, um, the religion system, religio religiosity stems from um, 
uh, Satan uh, tempting uh, Eve in the Garden of Eden of Eden from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, ye shall be like gods. Then, you know, Mystery Babylon, the, the, the fracturing of away from God um, is the various world re uh, religions which are trying to make them all come together in a false universalist type uh, belief. Uh, which, you know, might actually be uh, Baha'i faith, for example, might encompass such a belief system. Um, and so, uh, you know, as someone who used to be universalist, you, had, you know, you asked a minute ago, uh, what, what changed my mind? Um, it wasn't me. It was God showing me grace, various people preaching the gospel to me because faith comes from hearing the word of God. Um, you know, me... Also realizing, you know, as well, um, through the grace of God, that a lot of my Gnostic beliefs were propagated by the elite, and it's what they actually believe. They believe, and Paul did a very good job of discussing this, um, they, 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 this is their religion, this is what they believe, um, is um, uh, a kind of form of... Um, Luciferianism, for lack of a better words, um, that creation is all evil. I don't believe creation is evil. Um, you know, I, I don't worship creation. I worship the creator. Uh, but I do believe I look at the, the world. I look at uh, human beings that God has created. Um, and though I, you know, that they are flawed from the fall, um, they are still, uh, there's still uh, beauty in that. Um, you know, God, when he created the word, he didn't say it, world, he didn't say it was perfect. He said it was good or very good. Um, and so, you know, the Gnostics would say that all of creation is evil. Um, you know, that we are supposed to transcend this evil creation uh, by created by an evil lesser God. If you're looking at it from a Christian uh, Gnostic standpoint, that would be the God of the Old Testament or Yaldi Bioff. Um, and, you know, I, you know, and so I used to, again, have that belief that the God of the Old Testament was different than the God of the New, uh, which, of course, now is a born again Bible believing Christian. It is the one same true God, Jesus, uh, you know, Jesus Christ and God the Father are the same uh, yesterday, today, and uh, tomorrow, forever. Uh, and so, um, you know, it was, uh, you know, the preaching of the word to me uh, by other fellow Christians, like my friend Jesse Spots, for example, and other oh, know, people Jesse. personal in my life, uh, as well as... Um, uh, God, of course, showing grace and cause, you know, cause, again, for salvation, Jesus knocking on the door through various periods of my life. And it's not by any action I did. I just, you know, inaction is not an action. I just stopped pushing against the door. I just enacted and um, I became born again, you know, and, and, and um, you know, and I, I'm glad. I mean, <laughs> I don't know where I would be now if that was not the case. Um, and, 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 and so there were, and it was a long time. It wasn't something that just happened overnight. It took about a good year or so um, and uh, for me to stop resisting and to fully encompass and realize what Jesus Christ's sacrifice on the cross was and what salvation truly is. Um, and, you know, I, you know and, and a lot of it was people ministering the word to me, obviously, because faith comes by hearing the word of God and, and forming polemics against my Gnostic New Age beliefs, my spiritual beliefs. Uh, which some people would say now I have dogmatic or dogma, dogma, uh, dogmatic beliefs instead of spiritual I'm, I'm beliefs. I'm seeing that in the chat, bro. 
Uh, yes, of course. I expect that. Uh, you know, uh, as uh, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ said, think not that I came to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. Uh, because Jesus and God in this belief, uh, which is the true objective truth of reality, rightfully divides. Jesus Christ separates the wheat from the chaff. But what okay. I, so th I'm just playing devil's advocate here. But, but yes, the, of course. Um, so the idea that... Um, Christianity is a Trojan horse for K26R mm. Pharisee um, demons <laughs> that, that are looking to, um, well, take advantage of you by playing, playing off the inherent, I, I don't know, if, there's, if, there's a, if we have evolved an architecture that we can probe, I would argue, then I would... In, in that religious space where we were looking at the uh, God helmet, that they, that people, people over millennia have understood this and have weaponized it in a form of, um, I don't know, scriptural brainwashing. Well, but I know you jumped on when we had. Uh... Well, I mean, I talked to Christopher, Christopher John Bierkness. I, I know CGB's arguments. I know Adam Green's arguments very well. Um, you know, um, the kind of mythos uh, of Jesus uh, Christ that, that, that they present. We've had uh, a few, very few scholars. Price. Um, you also have who's the guy that wrote the book? As Jesus is at will, Joseph at will. I call him Matt Schill. Uh, I've questioned a lot of his Nazi quote unquote research, um, blaming it on Freemasonry and nothing to do. Don't see the Rothschilds here, uh, but that's a whole nother discussion. Um, but, um, you know, yes, I, I know that argument. And my only counter argument to that is. Well, the elite have always had control of the world, if you're looking at it through that lens, and they always will. And so would you rather live in a transhumanist hellhole and survive kind of like the 1984 Brave New World uh, where the elite always die, kind of like I have no mouth, therefore I cannot scream type future where there is no escape? Because, uh, you know, kind of like you would, you, they won't be able to die, but you won't be able to die either, right? Or maybe they thin the population down. To, there's various mechanisms of how that could be, right? Like a complete, we live in a world worse than North Korea, or at least how North Korea is proposed to be to the world. Okay, that type of fate. I don't want to live in that world. And I don't want our progeny to live in that world. And I would assume you wouldn't want to live in that world either. Oh, dude, I'm so, fighting tooth and nail against it, bro. <laughs> So again, so again, you know, if Christianity was just a trap, it was just a trap, and it wasn't true, okay? Let's say God isn't real, and I don't believe this to be true. I wouldn't want to live in the world that's the alternative to that, because there's no yeah, but, hope but, but outside what if, of God what the if, Father and Jesus Christ. What if it's a case of, you know, the... Objective reality of God is let, let let's just take that as a given, but the the scripture that is used to approach it 
has just been messed with at such a fundamental level. But God wouldn't maintain that scripture in some shape or form for his truth. You wouldn't think that God would have the capability as a sovereign God of, uh, uh, you know, this all-powerful being would not be able to keep the, the truth. Maybe, and, maybe, that's, maybe that's the trap, though, right? That you've got you've to find a way around it so that you, you're, you're not taking others' word for what God is. Jesus is you've got you've got to get to it and if you're it, it's you know you can read about an experiment and try to understand it or you can do the experiment it's, it, it's a fundamentally different process and th th this is why sort of bench experience. Well, there's a difference between intellectual faith and a saving faith, right? You can read the Bible. There's people who believe that Jesus Christ was an historical figure like Bert Ehrman, but he's not born again. Sorry, say that. Bart Ehrman, should I say? Figure? I, I, didn't, I didn't catch that. Circled figure, you said? No, I said you could have a, uh, a scholar, an intellectual, because there's a difference between a saving faith and an intellectual faith, right? So someone can know that Jesus Christ was a historical figure, you know, no that he was a person who walked this earth, like Bar Ehrman, for example, okay? But Bar Ehrman doesn't believe he's a son of God, son of man. And so he has an intellectual faith. Like, some people could say, I know Jesus existed, or I believe Jesus existed, or I think Jesus existed, okay? But that's not what saves. That's just an intellectual faith. That's, I believe that Jesus was a man. I believe that Jesus was a teacher, a world teacher among many, you know, or I just believe that Jesus was a man who lived, uh, you know, you know, in, 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 I guess what would now would be modern day Israel, um, you know, in the Middle East. And, um, you know, they can have that belief that he was a person, right? But that doesn't save anybody. And there are many people who walk around who believe that to be true. But, you know, it doesn't it doesn't save them. And so, again, like, why would the elite? This is the, one of the biggest polemics I have in my own head and one of the biggest polemics that swayed me. Are the elite just wasting their time? Are they just participating in mental masturbation? Uh about these belief systems that they write about, you know, are they, and then again, they could be, it could be the grand conspiracy of all grand conspiracies. Okay. But if they're all, if they're that powerful, you're never going to overthrow them. If they're that powerful for this to be the grand conspiracy of grand conspiracies, they've always had control. They always will have control and there's nothing that can be done. Yeah. So, so outside I, of God, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think you can do much against them. Even, even the fight we're in right now, I don't I don't see what I'm doing as trying to I'll, we'll never break that earthly system right what all all I'm trying to do is like in situations like now where it looks where well, it is chaos that we're dealing with huh? and you know the um data with respect to I hate to say it depopulation has had another strong data point come in from Taiwan where deaths are up massively 
and births uh, on a orders of magnitude sigma down on where they should be and i'm not i'm i'm not naive enough to think that anything i'm doing is going to impact the actions that they're that they're taking all i can all i can try and do is by, by doing what we're doing here is um provide uh cover for some people a rest point as they've all got to go out and find the the way through this particular maze and this this is why i'm very conscious about um saying you have to do it in x y or z fashion but what i prefer is just you want to stay away from i don't know, I, I use the corporate domain i think is the best way of describing it right the earthly created zombie type systems if you can inculcate that into people enough tell them that it's okay to be open to these spiritual aspects as well the the materialistic reductive pathway is essentially it, it leads nowhere to dead end in that sense i don't I, I don't know what else i could do beyond that to to get as many many people through the the turbulence as possible and I, you know i always finish every stream with you know god bless but and i rec i recognize that people have different scriptural approaches to god right you know, i'm married into a muslim family i don't um you know i did take issue with them over many things but as i sort of um matured somewhat and and, and accepted what their practices i guess and that that's that's the question where well that's that comes down to the nub of the argument which is again if if their practices are such that they understand that there is something greater than them that they are here but for the grace of god um i i can't i would i would never dare to to imposition my beliefs because i do have my own beliefs right and yes they are i will admit very christian orientated but i i also the analytical side of me says you know that's a consequence of were i born in i don't know uttar pradesh genetic fallacy by the way a, a, a what genetic fallacy genetic fallacy is it i don't know bro it is it is genetic fallacy yes I don't know. I just uh, I see gene I see genetic determinants of behavior too often to to dismiss it. Can can it be changed? Can behavior be modulated over generations? Yes. Right. So there's um what's his name Lysenko, right? And you know, you you could argue that Lysenkoism is a is a sort of form of uh, early form of understanding the epigenetic constructs that we use in science today. But you can you can take a fox or a, or a wolf, a wild dog, cross generations. You can 
get it into a domesticated phenotype rather than genotype. The genotype is still there, but the phenotype has changed such that they will, the ears will become droopy, the the coat will change somewhat. I'm not denying I'm not denying adaptation or epigenetics. I've never said that. But you 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 change the environment, and within a generation or two, they they'll go back to feralism. Not the right word, but um. It, it, it's a well understood phenomenon. Now, have um, am I a domesticated human across generations? And I would I would say that there's a lot of that in my makeup. Right? I come from a culture that uh, and a country that has a long history. There was um, and in my formative years, that's that's what I was exposed to. I can't I can't not include that in the analysis uh, of my faith or spiritual experience I guess. Yeah, but that would be genetic fallacy though from a from a argument standpoint. <laughs> if we were debating, now granted I probably made some illogical fallacies in my own train of thought here this evening. I'm not going to say that I haven't. Um but I mean there have been times where God the Father and Jesus Christ have appeared to people in various time periods throughout the world, and the missionaries get there and they go, "Oh yeah, we know, we know of God, we know of Jesus." Um, you know, so I mean, again, you know, if God wishes for none to perish, um, you know, you know, there's going to be a, a way. Uh, you know, every you know, Paul writes that people have an innate. Uh, knowing and understanding of God, uh, which studies have shown from birth, uh, you know, that studies have shown that people have kind of like this knowledge of something outside of ourselves, a knowledge of a creator, for lack of a better yeah, word. Yeah, so that, that, that architecture um, is there in, in the brain, right? That, that, this is what the reductive neuroscience is telling us. We can... But I would believe that our soul gives that, not the brain. Yeah, it's it's how it's how you make the the distinction between between the two, right? Because ontologically or philosophically, you could you, you know why why should there be matter at all, and why sh why should there be complex matter like the like a neuron, for example, and why yeah. why would we see it forming in these you know you, brains differ. Right, when you look at enough brains in an MRI scanner, they, they're almost fingerprint-like in how much they sort of differ um, from person to person. But the, the core architecture is mappable. And so th this, is, this is why I run into, again, run into this issue, which is I can look at a Japanese brain, see that that architecture is there, and see how it maps on to their cultural expressions, religious, spiritual expressions. And, you know, if, if God is all-knowing and all-perceiving and omnipresent, why make such disparate differences, let's just say, between East and West? Because God didn't do that. 
that was from that was the re- replication of the, of the fall of man um that was not god that was the consequence of eve eating from the apple of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil being tempted by satan um and so because of that that had a ripple effect you reap what you sow uh, consequences in action right uh, of 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 what we do um and so you know again because of the fallen state of creation which was ultimately redeemed by the sacrifice of our lord and savior jesus christ on the cross which will come to his fruition when the new heavens and new earths are created at the end of reported given time um you know that that is that the 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 way out uh, uh, uh you know it is is through jesus um i mean when i was a gnostic i used to believe in simulation theory I used to, you know, toy with the con- concept of, of multiple uh, universes. Um, and, you know, again... Yeah, but that, that, they're, they're, just, they're just manifestations of a, a reductive Western mindset. Um, it, it's not... I don't see that type of reasoning being deployed in the East so much. Right? They, they, they have a more... I don't know. It, it seems more, more ancestral, ancestral or incestual. Today. Ancestral and ancestral. Uh, I don't know. It's I, I don't know. In Japan, it's very much. Um, oh, what do you call it when it's um, like that? They they believe like rocks have spirits and. I'm like uh, anim- animism. Animism, yeah, that, that that's it. And so, um, but is that not the case? Is it is is it if God being omnipresent is a thing, then surely people people seeing the spiritual in the creation is a is a good thing. Well, they're not seeing God in the creation. They're seeing some imagined spirit. Like the only being that's created in God's image, the only being that has a soul are humans. Um, and yeah, so, I, don't, I don't think you they know, would say it's soul, though. It's, it's, it's the essence of creation. Yes, it's, it's the, it's, it's, I, I would describe the word I like is numinous. That there, just that there's a spiritual dimension. Right, and so, in a in a sense, you know, the, the, there's the injunction that your body is a temple, right? Kind of like a form of pantheonism, then. Yeah, yeah, and um, I don't know, man. You you rock up to Fuji, Mount Fuji, and it's got his hat on, and you know the sun is bright, and you know that's a that's a awe-inspiring v- visual, right? I, 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 there's no, uh, and I, I would define that as the numinous, right? There's a spiritual connection made between mind and environment that would be, um, that I would argue is a human quality. I don't think, I don't think monkeys per se have that spirituality that being able did. to see god through and through his creation mm. 
I, 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 the, the animals are too. I, I, it's just range of the moment, reactive thinking. Uh, you, you, you very rarely. See, I, I, I don't see anything that would correspond to a sort of self reflection beyond. Well, you know, this is this is where instinctual. In, yeah, instinctual, and they, they're looking. I would argue they're looking more towards a sort of homeostasis. So that they're they're moving out of that flight and f fight zone into, you know, food is taken care of, reproduction is taken care of, and then that you know they seem to sit content. I wouldn't, I wouldn't anthropomorphize anything else onto that state at all. Humans, on the other uh -huh. hand, are, um, yeah, it's just like you. It's so it's so qualitatively different. And I've been around chimpanzees, which is you know the the closest that you can get with respect to I don't know life life on this planet that as we could, as far as we can tell is you know maps cl closely in terms of genetic structure and and brain structure they they i don't see them making ritual or i don't know trying to conceptualize the abstract the way humans do instinctually now m many many human beings are closer to apes <laughs> What I would, I would consider human. I'm, I'm, uh, I easily engage in ape-like behavior myself. Um, I disagree with you <laughs> that as a creationist. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, you know, I, I can see the overlaps. I can see where it ends, and I can see where we. I don't know. I, I don't. Are we the interface for? God's consciousness to experience God himself. Right. See, that's another pantheist. I mean, I think that God already is able, already knows what we experience. It doesn't even need us for that. Um, I mean, I believe our existence for a Christian worldview is just to glorify God uh, as his creation. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm um, talking about. We have to, and in, in doing so, it, it, I don't know in the basic terms it's sort of nutrient for for god because if 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 he doesn't need it right then why why make creation why make man why why do all why do all the things that we see around us why make the different cultures why do why do all these things and make make the um, the systems that we're, we're wrestling with right? because that's that's what you're going to see this week right is people wrestling with these earthly systems mm -hmm. this, this, 100%. Is, this is this is the chaos that um is coming down our way um i would uh well you know I, beyond saying to people look there's bigger things than than the zeros in your bank account. Not that I don't want zeros in my bank account, but you, as, you, as you said, there's you've got to take care of the earthly. 
but how much how much earthly do you need i guess is a question yeah that's true i mean i would say the holy spirit would guide people's you know those who are born again of of prepping in faith and prepping in fear right you know like i don't fear utter nuclear annihilation of the world or i don't fear or you know a pathogen that wipes out all of existence no i i fear just having yeah. to crawl around over the <laughs> Child bodies of my loved ones with you know i'm not gonna say that's not gonna glass suck. glass you know and and a limb hanging off for a few i'm not weeks, gonna say man. that i'm saying i'm not gonna say that's not gonna suck okay <laughs> but but you know it, it is what it is you know i mean mm. that's why you know i have hope and faith with so, god the father jesus christ and outside of that there is none you know and and um so actually, someone's got yeah, a, a good point in the chat, right? So, yeah. what 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 would you make of the parable of Babel? The Tower of Babel? Yeah, yeah. Um, mankind tried to come together to circumvent God's will under, I believe, Nimrod. I think so. Um, and to try to uh, connect with God on their terms as a unified collective. And, of course, God, um, kind of like, I, you know, you know, who cares what you uh, believe, God, I, we're going to do it our way. And in doing so, God punished them by scattering them to the winds, right? And uh, changing the differences in language, because there's once a unified language uh, throughout the world. Um, now, whether parts of that are allegory or parts of that are, are uh, historic, I think they are historic. Um, one could make the argument for either or, right? But I, I would um, make the argument you you could be seeing that right now. I mean, as Jesus Christ said, "Return to the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, return to the days of Noah," right, where everybody was partying outside of the ark, uh, while you know they had every chance to get inside the ark to be saved, right? Which you know the, the true representation of the ark story is is Jesus Christ. Can I can I um, can I admit a guilty pleasure to you? Sure. I I actually really liked the. Um... Russell Crowe movie of Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a Russell Crowe fan, but um He is he is an excellent actor, I will say that. And uh Rhea Topical, thank you, thank you for the ten dollar dono. Much, much appreciated. The um so as someone who's looked into the Bible way more than I have, how have you seen that movie? I have, yes. It's been a long time. Uh, how close to... I mean, my as far as I understood, like Noah is literally like a couple of chap uh, verses in the Bible, right? Not that much in Genesis, no. I mean, uh, there's also the Book of Enoch, which isn't canon. I don't hold it the same as Scripture. So isn't, isn't that Gnostic? Or Jew Enoch. No, the Book of Enoch's not Gnostic. No. 
It's it's intertestamental mental period. First and second Enoch are not. Third Enoch is, yes. Uh, but first first and second Enoch's what most people uh think when they think of the book of Enoch. So uh, how faithful was the movie to orthodox religious views? Not much. Uh, there were differences. Uh, it, it, it took more, if I remember correctly, kind of more from the. Uh, oh, give me a minute. What's that book called? Don't uh, say the Zohar. <laughs> book of no, the Book of Enoch and the uh, I want to say Book of Jubilees. Let me look it up. Um. Yeah, Book of Jubilees and Book of Enoch. So, um, G- almost more than Genesis itself. GDL was saying Book of Enoch is Amoraic Ethiopian. I don't know what that means. Uh, the Ethiopian church look, has, has the Book of Enoch as canon. Uh, the Orthodox Ethiopian church. Um, and I, I'll, and agree, so, I'll agree with GDL. I actually, I, I've enjoyed, no, I can't say I've enjoyed watching Passion of, uh, no, what's it called? Passion, Passion of the Christ. Yeah, Last Temptation of Christ. Is that what it's called? That uh, one's different. The, the one Mel Gibson did. That's the Passion of the Christ. Yeah, man. That that one you just oh, it's so visceral of a movie to watch. Yeah, it's very going to make some people mad. It's very Catholic, uh, mm. uh, which Mel Gibson is. But um, uh, look, man, I think Mel but, Gibson's probably the only sane one in in. Uh, in Hollywood, <laughs> he does go on good rants, so I've heard. Um, uh, but you know, I um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't even realize what time it is. I do got to go like in a few minutes. I we got so talking in the metaphysical that I lost complete sense of time. <laughs> uh, maybe it's daylight savings time changing. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta be up to teach, but and I, I do love having these conversations with you, Kevin. I do. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, I mean. I, we don't agree on everything, but I respect you. Same. Um, same. And 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 you know, and I, you know, I I, I, I take I take uh, great comfort in knowing that uh, you send a prayer for me, bro. <laughs> I do. I do keep you in my prayers that the deep state doesn't uh, eliminate you. Uh, I, I am worried in, about in that. I fear no man, bro. <laughs> only fear god yeah uh, by the way uh the one that can cast you in the hellfire as jesus said or the outer darkness mm. um but you know i we got some trying trying times coming ahead and yeah i think i think so. again I, I guess one last polemic i could say is for all the events to happen in the book of Revelation and, and, and you know, other biblical prophecy, the Gospels, the, the letters of Paul, um, some of the Old Testament prophecies, Daniel, the book of Daniel, for example, for them to happen in what we call the biblical end times. If the elite were able to pull off such a show. And it wasn't real, like it wasn't really from God. We would not be able to. But well, again, they would be their 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 levels of power manipulation would be so far advanced that you wouldn't be able to ever form any type of counter revolution against them at that point of what's foretold to happen, uh, which I believe is 
possibly starting to come to pass uh that we are yeah. you know very close to the beginning of the tribulation period um the day of the lord um and so you know if that is the case those things for the elite to fake them you might as well throw your hands up in the air mm. you might as well throw your hands up there but that, that um that's that's the whole um Bjerkness point though isn't it well no his point well yes but the thing is is his thing is is not to throw your hands up there his thing is we have to fight back that we can win which the bible talks about a grand rebellion a great apostasy a great falling away when i believe um and i'm not saying that this is primary doctrine this is secondary doctrine i believe the restrainer mentioned in the new testament is government so which government is dissolved the restrainer is taken away. Okay, now some people believe the restrainer is the Holy Spirit. I don't believe it to be so. I believe it to be government. Mike from Onport Preparedness has made has done a lot of streams uh, proving his case on this. If that's the I, case, I, I, the government. If you could introduce me to some of these people, um, I, I, like I said, I'm very I'm very interested in these types of discussions. Um, yeah. I, I, if you could set that up, I don't know. You you I know you did a stream with Adam Green. Um, uh, yeah, many years ago in the CMP, and I, I, again, I pray for Adam. Uh, you know, I, 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 you know, outside of his utter blasphemy, um, <laughs> I don't harbor any ill will towards Adam. He knows that. Um, you know, um, you know, I, 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 you know, would pray that his, of course, no more news doesn't prosper, obviously. But I don't do any refractory praying against Adam. But he, you know, he, and he, as, he does really solid. I mean, I don't. From a parapolitical standpoint, yes, Adam did. You know, for the most part. Um, but when it's when he pivoted to, to go, I'm going to spend the rest of my life proving that Christianity is a myth and abandon all parapolitical, for the most part, research and discussion. Um, but he's, you know, he, he does he does a good job of sort of highlighting the. I don't know. Jewish supremacism, say that that we, I I think we're subject to very much so at the moment. I mean, it's old world order. I would agree with that too. So, and I've I've seen seen his sort of evolving from having Bjerkness give lectures. I guess I don't know what you call that. Um, I mean, it's it's just a wild ride with Bjergness. He's very um... <laughs> unstable. I'll, oh. I'll say it so you don't say it. Um, Bjergness has an anger issue. Yeah, yeah. And has a problem with paranoia. Mm. Very much so. Like, he, he sent me his books to read, and I was like, I got like three pages in, and I'm just trying to follow, you know, all the references in it. It's impenetrable to me. Right, I, I, I can't do that. I'm happy to listen to what he's trying to say. I think I got a grasp of this sort of Shekinah, um, androgyny um, archetype that they, I don't know, cover. Is that, is that the right word? Um, I know that, that, that they believe in that they push kind of the divine feminine, mm. um, that the Holy Spirit is feminine. Um, you know, which is a Kabbalistic Talmudic belief, 
uh, which is completely unbiblical and untrue. Not even in the Old Testament did they have any type of belief of that. That's um, right, bitches. <laughs> Sit down. Let the mental. Which is which, which, by the way, I've read the Old Testament. God is pretty quote unquote anti Semitic in the Old Testament. Okay, let's be real here. All right. And so, you know, but again, you know, go back to, to Christopher John Bierkness. Um, he, again, he wants people to rebel, thinking that we can do something against the world order, uh, which in reality, again, if they are able to fake, quote unquote, what is going to happen in the book of Revelation, uh, which is the terrible day of the Lord, like, the, like you know, you know, meteorites falling from the sky is right and half the sea turning into blood and all of that right like if you know like if, if they're able to fake that what are you gonna do you can't do anything well the, you know the, the, this so. is why i'm saying you, you you can't beat that system the, the thing to do is to get chameleon like such that you can i don't know live among it but not be of it so be uh, in the world but not of the world yeah yeah, isn't that pretty much Christian? That is, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah no original thoughts of me. I god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, I again, I, I... it's like I had to. It's, I get... This was one sort of spark because you know we were sort of chit chatting in the background, and you know I'd <laughs> in my moments in the lab, I was you know thinking in 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 the metaphysical, and I'm just. You know, there's this premise of I know I know you gotta get to bed, but there's this I, uh, theorem in science of sort of retro causality in information, informatic, higher dimensional space. And I know I know that can sound weird to people, but um, you know, but dimensions are just degrees of freedom. That's all. Just think uh, the best way I can sum it up to you is just. It's data, not just on a 2D spreadsheet, but just think there's a there's further components sitting behind it. Three-dimensional spreadsheet, right? And that gives you an idea of what science t talks about with respect to higher dimensional space. And the... Well, in my mind, I, I'd sort of come to, you know, the, the fight that we're having, is it... Is, are we fighting a entity in the future that's a, that's able to leverage retro causality in the informatic space? That's why you always sort of see this struggle. Apparently, that's all been written down in science fiction. Basil's Basil Basil's Obelisk, something like that. It was called. <laughs> I was like, God damn it! I spent ages thinking about that, trying to get to that conclusion. <laughs> Someone someone's wrote down in story form and made bank off it. Bastards. <laughs> I mean, next time, I, if you want to, it's up to you, Commander. We could talk about the Institute of Noetic Sciences and Rockefeller propagation of New Age theosophical Gnostic beliefs or whatever you want to discuss. And we can go through their quotes, stuff that they believe, right? Stuff that I believe that they practice, okay? 
And I used to, as a subjective, you know, Gnostic as a New Age, I used to go, well, they're just practicing it wrong, but I'm practicing it right, uh, you know, and, but it's really what the elite talk, teach, it's really what they believe. I mean, Buckminster Fuller really wanted a kilowatt dollar, you know, you to earn uh, money by how much energy that you produce for uh, humanity or ultimately the elite, right? Well, I mean, um, it, Bill Gates has a patent on that, right, for... Exactly. Causing uh, it's like people are sending me, look, it's got 666 in it. I mean, I'm just saying. So literally a patent of, of making money on how much energy that you produce by the sweat of your brow, but also the electromagnetic force that you put forth to as well and generate too, right? And Buckminster Fuller, you know, was a new ager you know he was a member long-term member of the world uh, future society uh mentor or mentee uh to barbara marks hubbard um you know and, and when you when you when you listen to them when you i mean alice bailey sounds like a modern day conspiracy theorist there's no difference between david ike and alice bailey they sound like one and the same they're probably channeling the same demons uh, you know, and so we can't, you know, I mean, so that was one. I mean, I used to have this mindset. And, you know, by the grace of God, I just snapped out of it. All right. And, so so, and, so let me, let's go just before, whilst, whilst we've got you on things, I, hmm? I'll take input from DJ because he's, he's had legit, like, serious injury to, like, uh, Oh, what do you call it? <laughs> End of life um, vision type uh, experiences, and um, he's saying the Nag, ha Nag Hammadi stuff is pretty old for being New Age. I I understand what he's trying to get at in that. I understand what he's trying to get at too, and I would argue to him, um, as a former New Age agnostic that there's two trains of thought of that one there's nothing new under the sun okay so all that stems from one singular mystery babylon religion that satan or lucifer who appears as an angel of light is like putting a different shade of lipstick hey, wait, on you're, you're making me question me uh me own uh my own christian faith there as my uh um vision was angels of light I'm just saying, <laughs> Lucifer appears as an angel of light, brother. Uh, a different, different Jesus, different gospel. Well, so, it was, it was know, definitely, it's definitely Jesus now to a cross, bro. <laughs> Not that much. I didn't speak or anything. It was just enough. Yeah, I'm here. Just because uh... most people's beliefs of Satan is kind of like the Dante allegory, Dante's Inferno. You know, red skin, coved, horned, uh, pitchfork devil, right? But the Bible actually paints Satan. At least on the appearance to look beautiful and majestic and angelic, uh, you know. But if you really look, someone who has the Holy Spirit within them, um, in the eyes to see, you would see Satan is looking, you know, disgusting and hideous, right? You know, so, you know, so that belief of the, the mystery Babylon religion starting from when uh, Eve was, you know, tempted with the distortion of God's word by Satan, you know, you shall be like gods if you eat this fruit. Um, you know, all other religions 
split off from that and they you know tailor to man's desires man that man that believes that he can save uh himself uh whether through his works or whether through his knowledge or whether attaining goods or materials or whatever you know outside of god uh you know so it fractured into all of these other religions like you've always had the one true religion, the you know, the objectiveness of God the Father of Jesus Christ throughout recorded history and the knowledge and, and belief and faith of him, right? You know, there is no, you know, as Paul says, spiritual Israelite. Well, I'm a spiritual Israelite. You know, there is no, you know, Abraham... Abraham was a Gentile. Yes, you need to pray. You can press your button on that one. Um, <laughs> uh, just, a, Abraham... just as a, a quick, a quick t- take, that, so the... I don't want to say chief, but anyway, the the guy who was head of finances at this bank that imploded was called Joseph Gentile. Yeah, he was playing <laughs> uh, uh, San Bankman Freed, right? You They're know? taking like, the they piss, just, right? <laughs> they can't keep getting away with it. Press the button, all right? So the you, you know, and so you have Gentile and you have uh, Bankman. Okay, like come on, like really. Uh, but you know, so there's that aspect, but there's also the aspect of something that I have researched or something I've looked into. And that is that the Nag Hammadi, uh, library, as far as the, the, the funding of the digs, the funding of the translation, the funding of the preservation, the funding of the storage of the Nag Hammadi library scrolls. Well, that was done by the Rockefeller family. That was done by the United Nations, which is a major new age collective corporate body uh, done through UNESCO. Um, and so there is a possibility, which some people may get very angry at this, but I hold this possibility to be true, just like uh, some of the quote unquote um, Dead Sea Scrolls were found to be forgeries that were put in the Council for National Policy Museum of the Bible, with the Hobby Lobby family, big CMPers. Uh, you know, and so there is a possibility that the Nag Hammadi Library of Scrolls are a forgery, that the Dead Sea Scrolls are a forgery. Um, now, even if let's say that they are not, let's say that they are true. Um, and, you know, and you can make the argument that some of the allegations against the various Gnostic sects by the Catholic Church, maybe some of those sects were not Gnostic. Okay, maybe they were just persecution by the Catholic Church trying to maintain some sort of power or some sort of supremacy. And there might be some truth in that. I might, I might, you know, say that there might be some truth in that. I haven't fully flushed that out or not. I go back and forth on that. Okay, but... You know, again, as far as the beliefs, we'll say the dogmatic beliefs, the beliefs of that are in the Bible, the beliefs of the early church or whatever before Constantine, before the Council of Nicaea, um, they've been pretty much universal. They've been pretty much universal. Um, and so, again, you know, I reject the Nag Hammadi, uh, you know, scrolls, the Gospel of Thomas the Apocrypha of John, uh, and so forth and so on. Texts that I have read, texts that I used to believe uh, were true. Um, I reject them now. I reject them based off of the worldview and the evidence that I've put forth. You know, I mean, the Rockefellers, again, it's pseudoetic sciences, psychedelic research. I mean, New Age, on and on and on, right? Like, why are the elites so intent on propagating this stuff and why are they so intent in pushing this stuff and why are they so intent on funding this stuff 
when true Bible-believing Christianity, just like the first century, Christians are being persecuted. And if we truly are living in the end times, it will return to states of the first century and that they will be beheaded, i.e. the Noahide laws, for their belief in Jesus Christ and God the Father, and it will return to the persecution of days of old. And we're really going to find out who truly believes, who's truly born again, and those who are self-deceived by their own knowledge in vainglory and by other various ne mechanisms. The wheat from the chaff will be separated. Um, and so, you know, it, that's... Again, there's, there's the, the polemics against Gnosticism that were written by the early church. Uh, as well, there's even Gnostics, polemics uh, against Gnosticism in the Gospels, uh, written by the letters of John, for example, the Apostle John. Uh, you know, there were early polemics against Gnosticism then. So, you know, I. But can can we I can't say, exactly say when I changed, but I can tell John you why Patmos I changed. Isn't Gnostic though? Right. Isn't isn't that the Uh, 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 you know, he's seeing visions, right? Is it isn't doesn't that fall into Gnosticism? What do you mean, John having a revelation? Yeah. No, because that was specifically from God. It's different than if you're having a revelation outside of yourself or or, or, or um, a vision outside of, you know, if, like if you're doing it yourself, okay, whether you're doing it through astral projection or s severe sleep deprivation or psychedelic use you're doing this the vision that john was given was given directly to him by god how do you Just know like he wasn't Paul... eating ergot off his bread <laughs> that's why he wasn't hated to have ergot poisoning was in the corner us uh kind of uh babbling and foaming at the mouth as he was having this uh spiritual uh uh process mm. um we're gonna find out yeah, and we might find out shortly. Yeah, um, like I say, again, the uh, the collapse may may be upon us. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe it's just change. Who knows? Um, that's what I know. <laughs> I mean, God. I mean, we might not be living in the end times. There's a possibility that God. We go through another. You, you know, it's the, you know, that, that the, the grace is extended and this wasn't the time. It was close to it, but not yet. I just don't think that's true. It'll be 2,000 years since Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross in 2033, give or take 2032, 2034, somewhere in that. It's been 2,000 years exactly. So, and again, you know, I've talked to older born again believers now, uh, pastors and, and, and saints and you know clergymen and stuff like that and i asked them i go do you remember ever being like this hmm. no I, 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 in my brief time on this plane i've i've never seen such a confluence of events that we've got right now and if like i say if the if the malthusian bomb has been triggered and the data keeps going in the direction it's going. Oof. And if there was forethought of malice there, just just imagine what's going to happen, dude. When people when people really, you know, people can't have babies. There is this strong signal of birth defects. People are dying prematurely. 
I don't I don't think that would even come close to Albert Pike type descriptions of of reality of of what they would hope to hope to achieve in their end state. I don't know. I mean I I I mean are we about to see the horsemen of the apocalypse of pestilence? Hi man, if they if they've crashed populations and this is what this is what the data is showing us in like say Taiwan, Singapore, Japan have all taken a massive hit in terms of deaths and loss of births. It's it's there in the data, and uh, and the thing is, I'm trusting their data more than I am anything that's coming out of Western countries right now. And you know, I was I was scrolling through my Twitter feed this morning, and again, anyone who's listening to this, follow Ethical Skeptic, right? He's crunching these numbers. There is a six or seven. No, I can find the tweet. I think I think I saved it. Um, I'll, I'll just bring it up on the screen. Um, but the oh yeah. By the way, to tie to tail back to, to tie back to Teal real quick while you're looking that up, Nevin Freeman of Reserve Rights tweeted, "What a moment." So I mean, who's, who's that? Reserve Rights is Teal's crypto protocol uh, to be. His version of a of a uh, stable coin. Okay, so twelve sigma increase in malignant neoplasms, right? So that means cancers, folks, in the zero to fifty four age group. Post the well, you can see it was going up with COVID, right? So, and you know, I don't. I, I am very, very far from considering COVID benign. But it, if, they, if they've gone and amplified the effect through a binary agent, I, I, are you looking at the... Look at the stream, dude. I've got the graph up on the screen. No, I'm looking at it. Uh, um, that's fucking horrendous, bro. <laughs> uh, I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> We are finding out. I, I, yeah, the, we are. That's. I mean, I, I, I've been following him a long time, and he's he's pretty methodical. And so yeah. the vaccines didn't help anything. COVID didn't help anything. The poison contaminated non-native EMF world that we live in didn't help anything. Uh, I mean, I mean the only the only difference. It's is, like a rocket ship more than any point given time and period in history, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, if that if that continues on that slope, game over, man. Nothing will work because the. the what people don't understand is that signal there trailing behind it is all the people who become unwell as a consequence of the exposure. It's not clean cut off. You don't, you don't just have 
healthy function and then <laughs> aggressive, aggressive cancers run amok. Yeah. And, and we see the same with dementia. And, you know, it's just, what myself and Charles just keep trying to hammer the point home is that this has all the fingerprints of a very, very lethal set of weapons being used against an unsuspecting public. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I wish I, d I don't have good solutions beyond, you know, yeah, let, let's band together to try and sort of help ourselves through what's, what's happening. Um, but there's, you, you're going to feel pain and loss, man. I mean, there are some things that we could try to, to, to attempt to try to mitigate cancer formation and, and yeah, cancer. The, the data is there that it's got into the genome. You, you, you can't undo that. We can't do, we can't do epigenetical changes to influence. Oh. <sighs> no. Tumor necrosis factor or anything like that. There's nothing that can be done. I mean, you might eke out a few months. I don't know. It's worth trying, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't just give up, but... Um... I mean, it's worth trying. I mean, I believe in most cases cancer is a metabolic mitochondrial disorder. Well, the, the, the issue is, is that you get down at, at a more... The more fundamental level is the protein misfolding. Are you talking about prion disorders outside of cancer? Yeah, I think so, cancer... So cancer's... I think, I, I think cancer, you can... There's methods that you can use to abate that to some degree. But some some cancers are um, protein misfolding disorders. And mm. that those those are tough. Light therapy. I don't know. I don't. Know. I mean, if it was a case of just going out and sunbathing your asshole. Well, I think it's more than sunbathing. I think at that point, even though sun would be very crucial, I think you would need some sort of red light, LED, IR therapy combined with low-level laser therapy. Because it depends. Look, if it's in the in the bones and stem osteoblasts and the stem cells Osteo. and bones and in 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 the brain. Now, Mark put a, a tweet out yesterday where they've. They want to use Zika as a treatment for brain tumors. <laughs> I mean, that would make sense as far as uh, cancer moonshot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I, I mean, there's got to be, we got to come up, there's got to be something, man. You know, I'll, you know, though I believe in obviously praying to God the Father for healing above all, but there's got to be something that can be done as well. Yeah, but it's, um, it's, it's, there's a difference between having a metabolic disorder versus a genetical yeah genotoxicity and i don't know i was able to take my son's condition which would be a genotoxic condition he lived longer than any child with his case of just maximizing his mitochondria to his fullest extent and he didn't even die from congenital myopathy with excess muscle spindles he died from um 
medical mismanagement. He didn't even die from his E sixty three K you know mutation. It is. Um. It's different. I understand it's different, but it's got to be something. If there's not, I mean, we got to keep trying till we can anymore, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You fight to your last breath on this one, but you know that those this it, it's we're seeing this fingerprint across too many data streams for you not to be paying attention right now. And the the simple fact is that you can see it in the data there, right? Which is even people who got quote unquote just the infection. There was an impact right away and once you've passed immune barriers and you've put it in gene transfecting technologies like they've done ugh, and it goes everywhere i mean i think that's where my sis came from and once that's it, in my hand once it gets into into stem cells you fucked but it's been but i mean it's been growing kevin very slowly for two years cut it out bro if it's solid cut it out uh it's it is pretty solid yes but it is it is supposedly a benign soft tissue cancer mm. yeah I've got, uh, I've got one at the back of my neck from when i i was it's in my hand i don't want to lose function of my right hand but i've kept it at bay and it shrunk some actually after doing getting you know really down to it and cutting carbs and lied on it and coq10 ubiquinon pqq and massive doses you know it has shrunk in some hopefully it'll continue to shrink but it, it popped up after covid after delta popped mm, up sure. never had one never had it before but popped up after delta mm. um and so you know i don't know if it was that you know it could it's around the well, same time, I also had an affected tooth. It could have been maybe that possibly as well triggering to. I don't know, um, but you know, that's all I can say is is I technically have a soft tissue. It's not cancer because it's not metastasized yet, but it's it's that's a what cyst. I said about mine. It's, well, mine was a lymph node that just never recovered from what they say was mononucleosis, but just it's like a rock in my neck. Right? <laughs> And yeah, sometimes it swells and gets painful, and then other other days it's I don't know, very sort of random. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should keep looking, man. I mean, I wouldn't give up. I mean, I coached a kid. I guess I'm closing. I do got to go after this. I coached a kid who uh, you know, he um got a silent reflux and remission. It was. Grave negative H. pylori dysbiosis of the, the stomach and the esophagus and the larynx. And then he had to went to go get the clot shot for college so he could stay in college. And all of a sudden, his silent reflux symptoms came back tenfold. And nothing I could do would tackle his silent reflux or get it back into remission again. And so I started tackling it as um, vaccine injury. Tried all the methods. Uh, that you would use to tackle COVID, right? And nothing tackled it at all. Uh, and so they went in and did a uh, endoscope procedure to look at his larynx. And they found lymphatic tissue growing over his larynx, which the, the ENT doctor was shocked because that is supposed to be impossible, right? But it was happening. And he is enlisted in the VAERS database as a vaccine injury. 
uh, with uh, lymphatic tissue growing in his uh, larynx, where there is no lymph, lymph node around to be found, right? So was that a genetical change well, we to... Just, we have to assume that there's insults to the immune system across multiple levels. And I mean, to grow lymphatic tissue in a place where there is no lymphatic tissue usually, is that, I mean, the doctor was flabbergasted but had no choice to treat as a vaccine injury because he's never seen, like, that's not supposed to happen. That's like lymph cells growing on your skin, mm. Kevin. I don't know, dude. Well, like I say, all we can see in that graph is there's lots going wrong with people. And that's not only young people, but, you know, look, of course, the elderly... cost benefit etc but the when we're seeing impacts like this on the zero to 54 age ugh, terrible it's 21 years old mm. it now can't get any better and dead jester asked in the chat i believe to me a ganglion cyst uh no it's not a ganglion cyst it's inside of my uh hand but you can't have a ganglion cyst i think the correct term is Giant cell tumor of the tendon sheath, if they believe is the correct uh, no, diagnosis. I, I, I would just sit with... There are people responsible for all this. And I'm, I'm, all, I'm all down with uh, turning the other cheek and forgiveness, but <laughs> right now, bro, <laughs> I'm on the fucking warpath. Um, hey, there's nothing wrong with exposing the deeds of darkness, brother. <laughs> uh, you know, and, um, you know, it's, it's, <sighs> there's got to hopefully be something that, that, that can be done. Um, I got to go to bed. Thank yeah. you for everything you do, Commander. God bless you. You too, um, sir. You too. Yours out there. Mm. And, um, you know, I, uh, just try, you know, draw close to God in these trying times and, you know, and pick up the Bible, start with the Gospel of John if, if, if you don't know where to start. Um, <laughs> I think I've got the gestalt of it, though, bro. <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. I'm fearful. I'm fearful of uh, the great raccoon in the hey, sky. That's, that's, that's where wisdom comes from, is the fear <laughs> of God the Father. Uh, and and uh, that's where the, 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 the basis of, uh, of uh, knowledge starts. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and thank you for having me on, Kevin. It's been a pleasure, brother. And, and uh, Anytime, keep bro. fighting the good fight out there and, um, support, support old Doc, support old Kev. He needs some shekels in the coffers. Please do. Okay, he's got to, he's got to keep the lights on and, and the, and, and fix the, the uh, fucking roof. <laughs> and, yes. And fixing the roof as well as, uh, the, um, the, uh, occasional trips to the pastry shop <laughs> as, uh, there's warming up as we're moving into spring, uh, Kevin, <laughs> needs his sugary good goodies for the uh, you know you know what i've i've so. been uh ketoing now for oof i want to say eight, eight nearly eight weeks now um, it's better for the brain and function right yeah but you know what you know what i i do think i i don't think you're meant to be like that all the time you're not you're not now mm. are you at least refeeding at least once one day a week to keep your testosterone levels normal 
potentially, but uh, I just uh, I just jab that testosterone in there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's gonna make your that's gonna make your uh, your uh, your uh, your testicles shrink all up. Well, I, I could I could do with losing fifty percent down there. Just uh oh, oh, that must be that great Irish genetics. So. <laughs> All right, bro. You take it. <laughs> You're taking everybody. God bless. <laughs> there you go, folks. Uh, very deep uh, conversation around um, what is the uh, the chaos at the moment. Um, how it unfolds tomorrow. I don't know. Alexa, like I, I can't. I can tell you. Go withdraw money. Have I done that? No. Um, I don't have any to <laughs> withdraw. I mean, if they sh if it if it goes, it goes. It's. Uh, I don't think. I don't think it makes uh, a huge difference. Uh, week to week, and um, the do they not have hardware supply stores in Japan like Home Depot? Yeah, they do. But the problem is, uh, the roof is um, it's a flat roof, concrete, and I've it, it had silicon paint on it before, and I've gone over it with the same type of paint, and it's it's not it's not sticking, and I'm too old now to get the layers off and it needs proper the concrete needs proper renovating. It's not it's, if it was a case of just running up there with a ladder and a board and some roof tiles, <laughs> I could do that. The concrete needs um proper it needs professional take care of it and I I realize that I have limits. I mean, I could, I could get the cement mixer <laughs> going, I guess, try and get a layer down maybe. I mean, I did that already over cracks and it's just old. It's just old. In Japan, houses aren't meant to last. So, uh, somebody asking, hey, Doc, can somebody know if you got a real shot from saline? Ryan Cole thinks that less than 15% got a real, rest got degraded. Yeah, well, um, we're, we're seeing this issue right now. So, God bless uh, Kevin McKernan and the work he's done, which is showing that. The you're getting short read elements, but also SV40 linked plasmids, and you know I had a discussion about that yesterday, and you know that could that SV40 promoter could explain what the this data that we're looking at on the screen, um, and. Maybe it's that, but I don't know, man. Just seeing, seeing the increases with COVID itself, you you could maybe argue that this was locked down, people not going to the doctors, etc. This up this end of the graph, no way, no how, not in that age group, impossible, impossible. Uh. Do, 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 do that. Some Jewish bitch scratched me once. I got a jab. <laughs> I just uh, I'll, I'll scroll up, try and answer a couple of comments, see if anyone has sent shekels. God, said shekels. You're all the Jew. I think it's only white long kung fu. <laughs> I want to say thank you to uh, Pauline yesterday, uh, whilst I wasn't streaming. You can have uh... tip of the spear. Edge of the knife. All right, so the dude is cooked. Um, I don't know what that means. John, John's just 
Um, it's a, he's a walking, talking um, believer. Um, I give, give him that. What if your God system is AI and you're in a simulation of experimentation? Well, yeah, that, that's one of those metaphysical questions we try to deconstruct here. We're all sinners, aren't we, through the eyes of the God? Yes, we're all fallen. At the end of the cycle, a new heaven and a new earth is coming. Maybe. We must overcome. Overcome? You mean overcome? Uh, let's see. Sin is against your personal God. Destiny in non-Christian monotheistic settings. Maybe. I mean, it's, it's interesting in the East that they view sin as like lack of wisdom which i kind of i kind of jive with that type of thinking right if you <laughs> if you had wisdom you wouldn't you wouldn't do it right uh let's see abrahamic religion without spirit is fascism maybe the millennial reign is going to be wild i don't know I don't know. I'm just worried about my roof at the moment. If you believe in a soul, without soul you're just ontologically dense and have to go back to philosophy class. I agree. Some think when you die and see God, it's just the dumping of endogenous DMT. Um, potentially. Maybe maybe I'm in the death spasm of DMT. Seems to be lasting a long fucking time. Let's see. Humans are only a bridge from the ecological system to the technological system. Humans will be replaced by a fully technological RNA if we hold things together long enough. Mm, I don't know. Not on my watch. <laughs> Fuck those Fuck gaffers. These gaffers! <laughs> Let's see. Uh, just pay your tax and don't rock the boat, Goy. You will come into heaven after we ripped your pensions. <laughs> the Jew. Always. Always comes through. <laughs> Let's see. On LSD, you will see animism if the dose is high enough. It's called the animistic phase. The tree is talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've been through all that. Um, and yeah, there's there's a, a a perceptual qualia to that state. What it means, I know. Uh, John B. is Doc speaking about an understanding like the Gospel of Thomas, lift a stone and I am there. Um, I think so. John Brisson has that Islamic beard well grown. I agree. Just imagine the God King of us the Big Bang. Nothing can exist out of it or be made of anything not of it. Makes sense to me. The Chinese and Deep State want the West gone or decimated. Time to dump the dollar. Not enough energy for everyone anyway. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't buy this peak oil garbage. I think that I think they just want to create new systems. It's just more Rube Goldberg machines to occupy the monkeys, whilst they extract. <laughs> uh, let's see. It wouldn't necessarily be pantheism, rather perennialism. I don't know what that means. Somebody on Twitter said COVID in India is rising. They think it is immune escape. Um, I've heard that before and look you're, you're in a situation of so many unknown variables right now that it, it it's very difficult to point to why 
um, COVID would be re-emergent. But what you're looking at on the screen, and again, gene transfecting amyloidogenic peptides, just, I don't know how that got past anyone with <laughs> a modicum of training. It just, it's, it's impossible in my mind. But then, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't there in the meetings, so... Imogene said, preppers in the East Palestine area in a bad situation. Yep. Re what rebirth is, monkey wants back to paradise. Maybe. More Huxley planning of our brave new world, one world religion stuff. Not for sure. Babbling yapping. Maybe. Behold the people is one and they have all one language. And this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them, which they imagine to do. Yeah. And, you know, what's what do we see? We see a universal language in binary and the meat space being dominated by English. Are we not building another Tower of Babel? The only winning move is not to play. Yeah, it sounds a bit Gnostic though, doesn't it? Bush went to war in Afghanistan, Iraq, praising God. How does that work? Indeed. Well, you know, that gets into, is there a just war? And I, I do think there are. But when, you, <laughs> when you've got scumbags and uh, K26Rs running the show, I don't, know if you can, I don't know if you can get a just war in that phase. A just war against them, maybe. The only reason we exist is because, quote-unquote, God is trying to squeeze matter out of existence with gravity, which makes the energy flow from the sun into matter on Earth. Mm. Yeah, look, I don't think space is fake and gay, and I, I, there's, there are lots of suns and stars and a whole big universe out there. What's going on there? Why do why why is that happening? Pray for those in government that they don't mess things up further. I agree. Uh, I love all the verses with Gentiles in them, especially the New Testament. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Inside every Christian is the Jew, Pope Francis. Uh, CJB knows his shit like academic in the field. It's legit and actually explains the thought of the world quite accurate. Yeah, look, he, he's, he makes very compelling arguments. He's just a bit of a dick. That's all. <laughs> I would try and ask him questions and he'd be like, what? Read it! I, can, I could just imagine, I, I can't imagine doing that to a, a student that I had trying to guide them through doing, learning neuroscience. So... <laughs> Take it for what it is. Uh, shell suits and lizard people, Ikeisms will never stop being funny. I agree. Uh, Oy vey, just wait, goy, you can't do anything. Amen. <laughs> Doesn't the fetal development stages seem to follow genetic evolution? Mm, no. No. You don't get gills and shit like that. <laughs> Let's see, Harry Carey, uh, not for me. What well, Judeo Christian tentacles in the House of Rome is the beast? Maybe. Rocco's Basilisk. 
Thank you, Danger Mouse. Religion brings order to society. The Chinese don't allow the religion to use a social credit store instead. Three. Can somebody tell Kevin to play a COVID zombie spitting on a First Amendment auditor? <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a clip of that? I'll play it. <laughs> Let's see what else do we have. Um, I did that, did that. Um, others rejected the jab and the brain chip, and that's the good ending. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I don't have answers to these complex but the, the set of scenarios we find ourselves in right now all, all, all I would say is um, we're in this foxhole and we've got to watch each other's backs on what a lot and um, it's why it's why I'm trying to build the digital server side so that there is this, we're not dependent upon Discord or there's, there's somewhere where we can hold out these connections maybe. Yeah, you know, they could just pull the plug on those servers. But, you know, you fight, fight till the end. Uh, let's see. Dissipate says, human buried in metal boxes with a cell phone in their hands and a chip in their brain. Organic life is dirty. Techno life is clean and beautiful. Salvation's just around the corner. <laughs> you go first, mate. <laughs> That's all I say. The ties between religious trust and United Nations is an interesting study. Yeah, I'm aware of them because of speaking with John. Jesus is God, F for fuck's sake. That's straight out of Gnosticism, be like me, etc. Um, yeah, look, um, the Trinity, etc. Um, I I can't work it out. I, like I say, there I just have what I consider articles of faith, and um, I I try in my later years not to not to force them down other people's throat. I used to, I used to love the day when I would get Mormons or uh, Jehovah's Witnesses knocking on my door so I could flex, do my science flex, and just I don't do that anymore. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. David Scorpio and Mike Sledge do GY shows. I don't know what that means. Uh, Gentile interests them. Okay. Um, I'll I'll try to remember the links. Joking. Uh, let's see. Jeremiah Sitchin fraud paid for phony. Maybe. Zachariah. Yes, of course. When the church father changed the books and tell you which ones to read, it's probably time to walk out. Yeah. Uh, that's an issue I have. This is why, I mean, I, how, much, how much do you have to take from the Bible? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't go uh, killing people. Try, <laughs> try your best not to cover your neighbor's uh, oxen. Better rub one out <laughs> than, uh, than go dip your neighbor's missus. And, um, you know, when speaking to God, just go away to the quiet quiet spot cupboard and listen he'll speak back to you uh 
Let's see. Ashley Babbitt is living in that chamber doing OnlyFans 2024. <laughs> That's gross. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tupac, he actually talked about he hated the idea about the Illuminati before he died. I don't know. Um, uh, Christians are retarded in their zigzagging. Well, I w I, again, I would just say you've got articles of faith, man. You can't take those away from people. And di but different people are going to have different, different elements to to their faith. I, I've just this. The world is so big and so complex. Just expecting it, it would be sad. It would be sad if everywhere was I don't know. What was John Baptist Christian? I think I kind of, you know, I don't want to say it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure the uh, the corporate diversity is our strength. Is what you should be going for. I like. Uh, I like countries having in group preference, <laughs> engaging in casual racism. Let's see. Things happen in cycles. Easy to say something will happen again in the future sometime. Yeah, well, the idea is just how good you are at predicting it. We're inching to the end, closer and closer like a snail. <laughs> well, that's what I tell my missus. <laughs> uh, let's see. I predict another empire just like Rome and the USA will rise and fall and there will be mass suffering and prosecution. Maybe. They'll get rid of useless eaters. There are better uses for the energy. Uh, potentially. I mean, you might be looking at that right now. Uh, let's see. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Yeah. And I don't know, man. I just... I, I'm grateful to be able to sit here, chat away, and people will support what it is that I'm doing. It's it's amazing to me. I, I, I keep... Looking up to the sky, I guess, to the, to the great raccoon in the sky. Uh, let's see. Had a cyst removed from my back. That size of a golf ball. Yeah, I mean, the problem is my one is in a highly, where the axial joint on the skull is. So I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't want them going in there. Unless I hate doctors. Let's see. Uh, did that, did that. Hey, Doc, can somebody, you know, but I did that. Mix up the vaccines would be the perfect idea. So you'd have a large amount of people saying, I've had mine and I'm fine. My did was. Yeah, for sure. That's what we saw when we, when we took the shots to the lab. They appeared to be blanks. No phosphorus signature. Um, we've seen that. And I, I would expect that were they playing this type of game. So we've we've done that already. We're we're way ahead of Ryan Cole. Ryan Cole is a year behind us. We've done the blood work, we've done the lab work. Now here we are. You you <laughs> follow this raccoon and you're ahead of the curve. Let's see. I know firsthand that if you don't send Kev shekels, you'll burn. <laughs> I agree. You, you say that while I come. We're all dead already. Meanwhile, our sense of value is going to kaput the West, hopefully tomorrow. Maybe. They'll nuke us next, let the radiation spread, and blame the cancer on that. Yeah? Potentially. 
I mean, they don't. They wouldn't even have to nuke, but just I don't know. The the nuclear power stations in Ukraine. There's four, I think, maybe more. I want to say there's four. Number of nuclear power stations in Ukraine. Google will know that. fucking 16 yeah but maybe maybe that's different sites there's i see four sites yeah four sites with 16 reactors okay and zaporozhia is the bigger one and that's where they're, they're literally fighting <laughs> they're, they're lobbing artillery shells backwards and forwards <laughs> you're all fucked Let's see, it's not about learning about spirituality, it's about a position of some imagined divine powers over this shit reality. Talking cringe, shut up and drop bombs for Israel Goyim. <laughs> okay. Quetching at students trying to learn isn't a genuine place of worship, it's just an ego jerk-off fest. I fucking hate that from most religious people. Self-righteous smug cunts. I couldn't have said it more poetically myself. Uh, it's Satan's domain until Jesus comes back, right? So everything should be run by him without any interference from God since his connection to the world comes with Jesus. That's what they say. But I don't know. Buddhists think different. Uh, da, 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 da. And when did it become Satan's domain if Adam and Eve were created to tend to God's creation? Did God get all mad and leave after Lucifer taught stuff? Potentially. Um... Let's see again gene transfecting amyloidogenic peptides just i don't know how that got past anyone with modicum of training possible in mind two issues evil would never have been invited you're not that genotype maybe all right um about gills so according to the evidence yes human embryos have structures that are shaped superficially similar to what we find in fish embryos there's a major difference. In fish, it's appropriate to call them gills because they develop into a respiratory organ. Does human embryo go through animal stages? Does the human embryo go through... Okay. Um, I don't think that they are gills, from what I remember. Um, there is differences. So, But evolutionary biology, not a... Neuroscience. <laughs> Ask me about the brain, not fetuses. All right. Uh, yes, there's 179 people watching. I know there's uh, a lot of hate watchers um, watching. Please, please, please hit the like button. Uh, try and get me up the rumble algorithm. And uh, with that, I'm out of here. Take care. God bless. I will see you in the next one. Oh, and this week, uh, Karma Doc uh, is in Japan. So from Wednesday... I'll be, uh, maybe I'll try and stream, but mobile streaming is difficult, I've found. So uh, please, please bear with me. Um, I've got to, got to uh, tend to the flock, as it were. All right, I'm out of here. Take care. God bless. I will see you in the next one. Don't let the uh, Gnostics bite. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that law line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these papers!
I will fucking kill each fucking Kappa, I swear! This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually playing. Fuck these chapters. No fucking vaccine or MRA or ever throws you on fucking blood blood. Never! No! I will fucking die! Fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers! All them five? This guy. Send Tech 45,000 to turn this into a little bit of 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 a little bit of